Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson, with you as always, Taylor Wells. Folks, the Seattle Kraken, that's that's it. That's the statement. Talk they are cracking. They are just absolutely fucking cracking. They are unreal. I'm so, I am just so fucking excited about this team. I'm riding high on it. I, I just tweeted out that letter kenny thing is a joke like this team will never lose again they're probably not like at this point i'm starting he's he's starting to believe <laughs> he's believing <laughs> you just gotta fucking journey your way to it and just don't stop you have to you can't stop believing you have to you yeah. have to is it uh, like um the one irish brother in boondock saints you have to fucking believe <laughs> Uh, I feel like at, at some like especially during this homestand, right? We gotta that, that has to be pulled out. Do you think right? you they think pull that sound clip? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, man, uh, they are just. I, I know we kind of banter a little bit back and forth. We're we're kind of bar- uh, jumping uh, jumping ahead here, but man, just got done watching that game and holy shit! I like I haven't seen them play such a complete and perfect game. Yeah, it's like they knew it was Boston at home. And they had to fucking show up. Everything's coming together. Everything is coming together for this team, and they just look like that. If they play like that every game, they're unstoppable. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a fucking wagon, bro. Unreal, absolutely unreal. Okay, well, not jump ahead, real quick. We'll get into that here in a second. Uh, once again, folks, this episode is brought to you by Johnny Miller, coming at you. Uh, Johnny would like you all to know that you should uh, replace the uh, batteries in your smoke detectors. Uh, because if you don't, you could you could burn to death. Yeah, and remove any flammable objects from floor vents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you uh, did you know that? Your candles. Did you know that flammable and inflammable mean the same thing? No, I don't really English very well. <laughs> I'm more of a numbers guy. Ah, okay. See, that's why we balance each other out quite well. Because uh, numbers, I did pretty well in algebra. And then I hit geometry, and I had this fucking bitch. This absolute oh, bitch. Just, she just, she didn't know how to teach. She was really terrible. I think that's a geometry teacher. Like, you have to be a complete douchebag in order to be a geometry teacher. Because so my geometry teacher was also like that, so. Oh, okay. Maybe that's just yeah. a thing. Hey, uh, if so I, I think, um. Maybe we can add it to the list, uh, the Dusty Bender no-no list. Uh, if you're a geometry teacher, fuck you. Yeah, if you're a geometry teacher who isn't a total douchebag, uh, you know, hit us up. We're on social media. There we go. Yeah, we could. Uh, we need proof. So bring somebody on the show, like a daytime talk radio talk show. Just bring them on the show. All right. With us is Phil from uh, Huntington, Pennsylvania. Phil Ooh. says he's a geometry teacher for going on 12 years now. Phil, how do you feel about uh, our comments? Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Right. I hope you die in a triangle. A squared. And you have to. A squared plus B squared equals. Him. Fuck you. <laughs> There's got to be at least one geometry teacher in Huntington, Pennsylvania named Phil. <laughs> Pythagorean theorem, this bitch. <laughs> and, yeah, and, now I've exa- and now I've exhausted all of my geometry knowledge. That's it. That's yeah, that's is that even geometry? I don't even know. I, I'm, I don't know. It's a blur. I think isn't isn't a squared b squared plus c squared 
isn't that isn't that area or perimeter or that sounds right sure whatever i don't yeah. know uh no i had a really cute girl in my class that sat in front of me yeah um uh, yeah it's i mrs flanders i was trying to remember her name it's a fucking flanders mine was mrs she, uh, schmidt that's also an equally yeah. itchy sounding name. Like you hear it and you're just like, you can't be good at your job. Yeah. you. Got, oh, I got Mrs. Schmidt this semester. That fucking sucks. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, you know, since you're a high school, you're going to call her Mrs. Schmidt. Uh, Mrs. Sh- shit. Mrs. Shit, yeah. probably. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I was a little more clever. I would have gone with poop. Well, we'd, we'd go into class and we'd say it smells like Schmidt in here. Mmm. Fucking Schmitty, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll yeah, we'll bring Phil on and just see like what is up every geometry teacher's. For Should hear about that. I mean, bowl. you know, his job is probably rough, but you know what? True. He doesn't, he doesn't need to make it harder. Yeah, he's. I mean, if you think about it, right? Shapes are kind of rough around the edges, so you would Ooh. think teachers are kind of like that, right? So maybe if it was God, I used to. That was like the one thing I did know. I used to know the names of all the sides of the shapes. So like a like a right. decahedron and a pentagon and. You used to know all that shit. That was like your bar trick? That was my one, yeah. That and I can name every yeah. president. Oh, shit. I don't have anything like that. I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm a good dancer. That's my, that was my bar trick. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we could both dance pretty good, but. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I didn't say I was the only good dancer at the bar. It was just like, That's fair, you know, that's fair. I'm like, you know, I'm out there dancing. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm one of five, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, I got a 20% chance here, ladies. I remember when we got in a fight at the uh, at the alley. There was a there was a fella that was drunkenly trying to dance with girls on the dance floor, and he was wearing an inside out white tall tee that was backwards. Sounds really cool. Uh, he was really drunk, and uh, he was trying to swing dance with a girl. And I, I think I I said something along the lines of like, "Hey, you're a fucking idiot," or something like that. And uh, he came over to our table and uh, tried to swing, but he was so drunk that I literally just threw him to the floor. I do remember this. I, there's not a lot that I remember from our bar hopping days, but that's definitely that a one. good story that I remember. <laughs> that that and you calling the uh, the bouncer at CJ's a spiky-haired fuck. Well, no, it wasn't the bouncer. That guy was the owner, dude. Was he really? Yeah, that guy was the owner. That's it. He's the only reason I got kicked out is because his wife or significant other was a bartender. Uh-huh. And she was like, she was the blonde one that just dressed like really, uh, you know, skank. Uh, like, well, yeah, I was gonna say that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. provocatively, like, is that what you were trying? Yes, to think, yeah, that's a much nicer way of putting it. That's a that's a nicer uh, you know, way like of long... saying skanky. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you look up you look up provocatively on the thesaurus dot com and yeah. it says skanky is skanky. One. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he was the owner, and so uh, we had been there like all fucking day playing pool and drinking beer, and she was the bartender, and so you know she was, uh, you know, I, you know, I got a little, I got a little smooth with the old uh, beer goggles on, and uh, beer. So she was we were drinking fucking she, whiskey. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I mean whiskey goggles. I mean, I guess whiskey. You I can call it whiskey. Let me, let me let me tell let me tell this part. All right. So we went there. Like, we, we had been drinking there during the day. This is probably part of that, like, four-day binge that we were on. Maybe. Perhaps. One of them. There was a few of them. Uh, drank all day. Left. Came sure. back. All of us had the fucking stamps on, so we didn't have to pay a cover, except you. Yeah. You didn't get your stamp when we left. Yeah. But we all walked in anyway as a group. Yeah. We go to the bar. You and I are literally 
we got shots. I, I remember looking at your like your fucking optic nerves. I was staring at your fucking eyeballs. As we got these shots, we tinked, hit the table, and then they're like at our lips. And all I see is this arm come out and grab you by the shoulder as you're trying to take this shot. Jesus. Like, who does that? Like, you're mid-shot. Like, you're, you're yeah. literally about to put a liquid into your mouth, and he just, like, jostles you. Dude, yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking American dollar-paying customer. <laughs> and have been there all day paying his fucking light bill. And all of a sudden, I have to pay a fucking five dollar tab. It wasn't even spiky haired fucker. It was no. uh, it was the bouncer, and the bouncer. I, I don't remember the bouncer's name, but he was literally like, "Wellsy, sorry, bro, I gotta kick you out." I remember that, and I was like, I was like, "Fucking James, or whatever fuck his name is," you know. I was like, "James, what the fuck, dude? I've been here all day." And he was like, "Yeah, uh, fucking buddy," and he's cowering behind his fucking <laughs> behind his giant ass bouncer, James. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was a good time, man. That uh, quickly followed up by uh, you insulting two random women on the street when they 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 were trying to fucking be they were they, they were being catty and yeah oh yeah teeth yeah I called her teeth I know that's not my proudest moment but definitely one of my uh, better she ones she kind of deserved it well, a little I mean, bit she, she was she was being nice, rude but... she was being rude yeah you were you were defending yourself you we don't we don't negotiate with terrorists well. Especially not after getting kicked out of the bar by spiky-haired fuck. Right, spiky-haired fuck, you know? man. Oof, yeah. that was that was rough. Hope he's doing all right. You know, I think he had to sell it because his fucking men's bathroom was about to have a biohazard fucking warning on it. Sold it to sold it to that church that is taking yeah. over town now. Yeah, that what's his name from the Moscow murders probably attended. Probably, yeah. He was he was yeah. definitely part of that church for sure. Seems like it. Holy shit! Oh, good, good trip. There's the rabbit hole. There's the there's the dusty bender. That was start of an episode rabbit hole. Patented right there. rabbit hole right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're we're going. We we still got plans to go down to Moscow. We're gonna do Puckapalooza. Eh? Yeah, Puckapalooza. If you haven't, uh, if you've never been to Moscow or Pullman, Washington, Moscow, Idaho, or Pullman, Washington, and, and played in a hockey tournament, it's uh, it's a good one. It is definitely a fun time. Um, actually, you guys even keep an eye out. Uh, you might be seeing our our logo on the boards down there if you are a, a fancy, if you're fancy a Moscow, time. Moscow, Idaho, or Pullman person, and you play hockey and you go to the rink down there. Uh, you might might be seeing our logo somewhere. Mm. Keep an eye out for it. Whoever sends us a photo of it first, um, you'll get a a shirtless picture of Wellesy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That is, man. I, I thought you were gonna say like five bucks off or something, you know. But like, that's like a, that thing's worth like five hundred. That's nice. That's hell of a deal right there. Yeah, you can only see a little bit of the shadows underneath my cone titties. <laughs> yeah, I've been working out, so the the shadow has shrunk. Ah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Holy shit. Okay. Um, Let's jump into it now. Kind of, kind of, really jumped ahead in the very beginning, but holy fuck, Wells, the Seattle Kraken. Like, what can? There are so many things to say and yet nothing to say. I'm almost speechless. Like, like we usually on this podcast, we just love to bitch. You know, a lot of a lot of bitching happens. It's tough to bitch about this team right now. It's really difficult, and you know that's both fun and not fun. 
everything seems to be like even ha- that the hack is finally getting it down in the sense let's let's start let's start from the back out All um right. well okay we'll set the scene first uh when we left you guys i think what we were like two games into the road trip something like that something like that i think they had just beaten the oilers uh maybe yeah. even beaten toronto i think i think they had beat i think they yeah, they just yep, beat they Toronto. Just beat Toronto. Just beat yeah. Toronto. So uh, well, that's when we left you. And then they had they had a couple, as as we admitted, gimmies. You know, you you have to win those games. But uh, they they did what they were supposed to do. They they beat Ottawa. Um, kind of, bit of a scoring fest. Um, yeah. Kind of kind of weird how, uh, you know, was it Brady Kachuk? Yeah, yeah. Bra- I always get the Kachuk Kachuk's confused. He scored a hat trick, and it still wasn't enough to dig them out of the hole that they were in. Yeah, and and this is something you were kind of texting me about. Is like, you know, uh oh, you know, hopefully this isn't the game. Jones just shits the pool, and then we got to see fucking Grubauer again, and blah blah blah. Well, they went up early, three one, right? And it was just like, you know, I mean, they, give them credit. They, they, you know, Ottawa battled back, but then Seattle was like, oh, we pretty much just allowed them to tie us up we're a much better team let's go ahead and just win yeah and that's and that's basically what went down i i i'll admit it was probably not jones's strongest game but as you mentioned like in those types of games that's gonna happen you know where the where the the the, the ice is wide open um guys aren't playing defense and when the game kind of gets out of hand and you're you know that one team is kind of in control um you know letting in letting in three four goals when you're up by four is really not that big a deal so right um i wasn't too worried about that that was a pretty handed pretty pretty easy win uh for us it seemed like jumping over to montreal god i i think that i think the only like when we watched that game i think the only things that you and i texted each other were montreal's bad terrible they well and, and for god's sake they didn't even have their fucking ahl goalie jake allen in there no they didn't even have jake allen in that it was who who was it fucking Mon- montembeau Montembeau or yeah. something yeah which i mean he's a career backup goalie so i mean he's fine but it god just well i mean cracking just there was there was literally no time where i was like oh montreal might get back into this game like they were bad it was a full dusting dude they didn't even i i, I don't even think the kraken played particularly well in that game no they got out to it they got you know three goals in the first period and it was just fucking cruise control yeah, I, I don't think that they played their strongest game but montreal's that bad fucking miserable that's i mean god I, okay, Montreal. Let's go on. I think Montreal. I think Montreal. I think Ottawa played better than Montreal. Like at least Ottawa tried to put up a fight. That's a better team, though, right? I mean, that's that's some that's a team that we looked at the beginning of the season and like, you know, obviously all the TSN fucking Canadian news outlets were like, oh, they're fucking, they're going to the show, you know, they're going to the fucking playoffs, right? So like, that was they're not that. We knew they weren't that good, but like, I mean, you, you can't add to Brinkett and Giroux, you know, and 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 Talbot and be like. Oh well, they're going to be even worse this year, right? Um, so I mean, it's not a bad team. They're no longer the it's, worst Canadian just... team, and in, in fact, arguably, sure. they're not even the second worst Canadian team. Who's second worst? Probably you could argue. You could make an argument for Vancouver. I know it's sad, dude. I love fucking Butterball Boudreaux, but man, that team's garbage. It just it it just seems like his players have given up. Like it seems like nobody wants to be on that team. Um, I don't know. It's it feels like Bo Horvat's just like just let us die. Like, yeah, just trade me away. Please. Owner ownership is like no, we are not rebuilding. 
this team must be a playoff <laughs> contender. And the GM's just like, let me rebuild, please. Yeah. Because that's what they needed. The problem was, let's if you want to cut that ring, if you want to cut that tree in half and look at the rings, like they should have started a rebuild when the Sedins retired. Yeah. But they didn't. They tried to they tried to do this on the fly thing where they're just gonna add bits and pieces and try to keep the team going. And that's just not you know give we give Chicago a lot of shit on the show because they are actively tanking, but man, because they're doing it, they're gonna be good in two to three years. Right. So yeah, so Vancouver's problem was they had this kid, I don't know if you've heard of him, Elias Pedersen. Mm. Um who basically and this is this is a total this is a total I don't want to say fully Canadian thing to do, but they have this young kid, this young fucking stud coming up. He has a good first year, yeah. and they're like, fuck, we're back, yeah. right? And they just instantly get ahead of themselves, and it's like, dude, you got to put some guys around him, right? Yeah. You can't just bring in fucking Ekman Larson and, you know, Connor Garland I actually didn't mind as, as a pickup, but... Um, He's seen you know, some, regre- He's seen some regression pickup, on that team. He sure, he definitely has. And Which same, is sad. Same, you know... You know, because because I did like him down in in, uh, in Arizona, but he was their top scorer. Yeah, it's just it, yeah, they just they they did it too quickly, and on top of that, I don't, I still don't think Horvat is the. I don't think he's like a captain guy, right? He's going to go to another team and be a great second line center somewhere. Yeah, that doesn't even wear an, a, a letter, right? Like, argue arguably, he'll be a on it like a, on a contender. He'll be a third line center. Sure. I you mean, know, you think you think of, of like a Phil Kessel need... situation on the Penguins, where you know they didn't. It, it wasn't a line of Crosby, Malkin, Kessel. You know, Crosby was on the first line, Malkin's on the second line, Kessel's on the third, and you've got three. You know, three punches. Sure. So yeah, yeah. I could I could see that. You know, I teams that fuck Bo Horvat could go to. I feel like he'd be an asset on almost any contender. Yeah, I mean, he can play up and down the lineup. I did see a pretty funny, since we're kind of on Canadian teams, Yeah, I did see a pretty funny, and he's having a decent year, um, but there was a Montreal Canadiens uh, blog post about how Sean Monaghan is going to get them at least a first-round pick and a fucking uh, uh, <laughs> top-end prospect. No, and I was at, like, at man, this... y'all are fucking seeing through the roses, No, <laughs> dude, that's not seeing through the roses. That's rubbing them in your eyes. um like that's not like sean manahan is basically like that's a that's that's what we call at least on this show broke a broken toy Mm. okay like it's think of it as like the sam bennett effect you know sam bennett was what calgary's first round pick some odd years ago 2016 that's my guess yeah and he wasn't like a late first round i think he was mid um there was a lot of promise for sam bennett and all he had to do was go to Florida, and now he's a like he's an instrumental part of that team. Sure, um, I think Sean Mount. It's it's one of those where you've got a guy that's underperforming and needs needs a new atmosphere, a new change um, to hopefully spark something. These you think, these. You, oh, go ahead. You think a team gives up a, even a first round pick for what would essentially be a third or fourth line center? No, this is this is a this is a broken right. toy. That this needs to be a hockey trade. This. Go like um you know Sean Monahan for uh I see the the broken toys that I think of at the moment are like Alexi Lafreniere, um, mm. Zadina, uh, Capocacco, um, sure. you know guys that you know are just underperforming right now, and they just you know they need a new home, and I think that that's probably 
what Sean Monahan needs. Uh, shit, even Andrew Mangiapane, you could make an argument for. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's, it was just. It was one of those things. It was just like, man, he's. This guy hasn't been good, and you know he's having a decent season. But you're not paying a first round pick for a no, guy who. And Sutter's buried him on the third line. So. Well, Monahan's over in uh, Canada or in uh, Montreal now. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh well. Then so I mean, he's getting he's getting essentially like second, third line center minutes oh, and, and having a decent season. Missed he's that like twenty totally. something. Holy shit! I didn't know Monahan got traded. Yeah, he, yeah. He, Calgary gave Montreal a first round pick to take him. Fuck! Really? When did I miss yeah, this? Did we, I thought did we not go over this? Guess not. Um. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, back back to the Kraken. Yeah, the Montreal Canadiens are an absolute fucking joke. Um. You know, and, and now they have Gallagher out for multiple weeks and. Um, you know, but they're I, trying to be I, bad. Yeah, I agree, and it sucks because I like Marty. Like I like I like Marty as the coach there. I, I don't yeah. think that he's going to take any shit for this. I think that this I is like new manage new management, new GM has recognized the rebuild, and they they have probably promised Martin St. Louis that if he can guide them through the rebuild, he'll be promised to stay for the get a shot. Yeah, yeah get a shot at a year or two exactly. for their they got the they got the weapons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, and I hope that's what it is. Honestly, I, I mean, I hope that's what it is because it seemed like he came in last year and got got a you know goal. Caulfield was fucking struggling, right? And now he's you know on a shitty Montreal team. He just had two more tonight. Yeah, right? he's. Like, I mean, he's the only guy that's going to play on team. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Kraken just so Kraken just walked through Montreal like it was you know a, a fucking walk in the park. Yeah, I mean, you've got you've got. And let's not jump ahead. I'll, I'll, we'll get into the standings here in a little bit because we can talk about the fight for Bedard at the moment. Because holy shit, how well like everything. Every time you watch this kid, he's just fucking stupid. Like, and it's not fake good. Like a, a lot of people had. I I I think we could we could somebody could pull the tape on this and roll it back. But there was always that thing of like, oh, Alexei Frenier, like he's real good. But what 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 league is he lit, lighting it up in right now? Yeah. Was it, I think it, I, was it the Q? Who what Lafreniere was or what Bedard was? Lafreniere, I believe, was the OHL, but don't quote me on that. Okay, I thought he was in the Q, but in any case, like those leagues, like that, that's goal, goal scoring. It's just it, there's no defense in those fucking leagues. Um, so I I think that in this particular case, there might be something different here. Yeah. I mean, I'll toot my own. Oh, he was the Q. Yeah. Yep. So there we go. Yeah, and the Q. Yeah, and Q, Q is one of those leagues where, like, the like even the defense play offense, right? right. Like even the goalies are trying to fucking score. I feel like you right. know what I mean. So like, yep. yeah, and, and I think you know to, to toot my own horn a little bit. I I def I was I was I'm one of the. Away, oh, yeah, just toot tooting. Um, I you know I was just I even going into that draft I just didn't feel overly confident basically just handing him the number one overall like i i don't know i and and it's because of the queue like we've talked about so um look sometimes sometimes players need time to develop and get used to it and that's that's great um i don't i don't think that let me put it this way i don't think alexi lafreniere is like needs to be sent to the ahl no he's just he's just playing like a third line guy right now and that's fine. Leave that's fine. There. And that's right. And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I think everybody was just looking at his Q stats and being like, oh, this guy's going to fucking win in, re- win in reality. The fucking Seattle Kraken pick up Matty Beneers and is just fucking fire. 
we'll we'll get it. You know what? No, we'll talk about veneers in a second. Um, so Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, two of those wins, you're you're expected to win. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Then we move on to Buffalo, who yeah has been Jackal and Hyde all year. Um, as of late, they've been playing well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, are they a playoff team? No. Like they're they're not they're just probably not they're not going to make the playoffs. Um, but they're playing better. It was such a good game. It was. It was a good game. It was a great game. It was a really solid game. And let's give as as much as shit that we give him, Philip Grubauer. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he played. I thought he played okay. I I I'm one of the biggest Grubauer haters, so I'll kind of I'll kind of chalk through his goals that he let in here. Sure. Um, the first one. So I mean, so basically, Buffalo went up one zero. Kraken responded. Buffalo went up two one. Kraken responded. Then the Kraken kind of took the next two and, and shut it out for the most part. Um, the first goal. So Alex Tuck's goal. Tage Thompson absolutely fucking walked Adam Larson. Yeah. And dished a sick pass over to Tuck to the back door. And not it was just Grubauer's like, fault. not Grubauer's fault. There's absolutely, and not even saying that it's Larson's fault. This fucking Tage Thompson kid is an absolute stud right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it was it was an absolute dangle and a beautiful pass and, and then a nice finish from Tuck. So, like, you know, not not Grubauer's fault. I think he probably would have wanted number two back from Rasmus Dahlin on the power play. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I didn't get a great look at it, but I think it was tipped. So I think it was still, like, I think it was actually tipped by a, a Seattle player out a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it went ended up going top shelf on him. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, again, a power play goal, right? Like, not a huge goalie, nothing to call home about you sure. know, from a goalie standpoint. And then the last one was, you know, the game was pretty much in hand. So, yeah, I mean, Philip, and like we said, he, he kind of has, like, a, a, a spot good start here and there and i think this was probably it mm-hmm. um but and we'll get into it i i think i think this is where hackstall has been a little bit better recently is he went back to who is deserving of these fucking starts right now in the next game too so yep um you know overall i think it was you know a good group hour game but it wasn't anything that was a detriment to the team because uh you know they picked up the win against a, a pretty hot and cold Buffalo team and a, and a Buffalo team that's been a little bit on the hot side lately. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah. It's good competition. Really cool. And and as we've mentioned time and time again on the show, uh, the East is much deeper than the West. You know, uh, sure. a you know the, the Red Wings and Buffalo are basically even in points. Um, but I would, you know, we'll use those two teams because they're right next to each other. Red Wings and Buffalo, they're better than Chicago. They're better than Anaheim and Arizona, San Jose, Vancouver, Colorado at the moment. Nashville, I would say probably both those teams are better than St. Louis. Sure. Yeah. Um, probably can compete with Edmonton and Calgary on any given day. Probably even Minnesota too. So right. it, it just goes to show that the East is so, like we've got we've got the Florida Panthers sixth. You know they're nineteen and twenty, which is just we'll talk about that later, but. Holy shit, that's just nuts. We think yeah. we sit here on this podcast and we think about Florida as a as a decent team. Yeah, I mean, in, in reality, right? If you think about actually all three of their goal scorers, right? I mean, it was Tuck, Darlene, and Tuck, right? So it's it's literally the you know 
and Thompson had had a big part in that first goal, right? Yep. So it's literally just that line, essentially, right, was just dominant, and you know, and Grubauer let in two that probably, you know, he's probably not going to be able to even do anything about, and it's just so he he really did play a good game, and I think, but I think this team in general is just so fucking resilient, and I think, and I think the third goal scorer, the guy that literally had the, you know, that basically got the crack in the win. Uh, Mr. All-Star, mm-hmm. is just fucking leading the charge, man. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just, it, his goal in that game was just a fucking, he's just a workhorse. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the one that, you know, bounces off the post, and he just, it hits him, bounces off the post, and then he just fucking finds it. Yep. Diving. Yeah. There's the diving goal. That was that was a good, hard-fought win, um, and we were, we were happy about that. I think yeah. that... So I remember our conversations on that game, and I was, and I think I texted you. I was like, Grubauer played fine, great, yeah. good for him, happy to do it. Sure, he's not the starter. Do not do this again. Right, like he had one good game, great, awesome. Jones is the fucking starter. Don't go back yeah. to, don't go back to rotating. Don't go back to like, oh, you know, well, Grubauer had one game, and since we pay him a lot, we should probably, you know, see if we can build on that momentum. No, do not. And thankfully, Hackstall has not done that because Jones is looking at, I think they said it on the show, uh, and obviously it's probably improved since tonight because he had a, another shutout. Uh, but I think Jones is looking at like a .940 save percentage on this road trip. Probably. That's he has fuck. two shot. I mean, now he has two shutouts. Yeah, and his fucking uh, overall, I think he's like 20, God, what was it? He's like 20 and 5 on the season or something. Like, yeah, he's like this is your starting goaltender. Yeah, 100%. and and he proved it tonight. So I think that's a good segue into talking about tonight's game. Uh, we all we all had our doubts about this one. In fact, I I'll be the I'll be the pessimist that eats his eats crow. Um, we came onto the. I was like, look, this is the end of the road trip. Boston hasn't lost at home. Uh, this is you know this this is usually where you look at the crack in history this is usually where they just get their doors blown off you know jones comes in and he'll do that thing you know grubauer just had the win and then jones will come in and show that oh yeah shit i'm actually not a starting goaltender and we just get our doors blown off couldn't be more wrong yeah no 100 percent uh this game was an app like the the seattle kraken put on an absolute clinic on the boston bruins tonight um they absolutely they played every every all 60 minutes first through fourth line jones played out of his fucking mind like i this this was probably the most perfect game i've i've watched them play yeah we were talking about it a little bit this this to me was the quintessential seattle kraken 2022-2023 fucking season game right here so this is all i noticed tonight you know, I was I was only able to watch the third period, like you know, but I I went back and was watching all this stuff and just it just, they all every single one of those four lines has a Maddie Beneers. They have a guy who will go in, mm-hmm. do the dirty work. The motor doesn't fucking stop, and goes retrieves pucks, but also has a fucking scoring touch, right? And it's just this weird, like a perfect fucking storm for this team. Um, uh, you know, a big one for me tonight was the first, I think it was the first goal. Yeah, it was the first goal. Tanev goes in, beautiful fucking forecheck, smacks Carlo against the boards. Carlo rings it around because he's got fucking 
Tanev, about ready to smack him, gets to, you know, gets over to uh, whoever the fuck, uh, whoever it ended up being, I, don't, I can't think of his name right now, uh, and it's a goal. Not uh, not Susie, but... Uh, it's the kid, it's Sprong. Yeah, Sprong. Yeah. Sprong sends it toward the net, and Tanev bangs it in. And, t- or, and Tanev tips it, tips it in. It in. Yeah. And it was just like, it was just like, Tanev is the veneers of the fourth line. Yep. Right, Tanev does still have a fucking scoring touch. Yep. He's just a fucking like he just wants to battle. He he about, he wants that puck. He's hungry as fuck. Dude. Think about it. We won that game with goals from the fourth and third line. Right. Yeah. I mean, you go to the third line, and that's Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord is the turbo of the third line. He goes in. Yep. He fucking four checks. Is disruptive. Gets that puck back, and it's like. Then they have the finishers on on that side of the line. And you even right? got, you even got goal scorers on every Kirchner. line. So your first line is Burakovsky. He's your goal scorer. Your second line is Jared McCann. He's your goal scorer. Your third line now is Tolvanen. Which with with Bjorkstrand, who he's pulling Bjorkstrand out of his fucking sleep. Oh, and Bjorkstrand's playing out of his like he's now fucking he's like he's now. he's the first man in the zone. He's battling in the boards like he's reawakened. Like Hungry. he feels like he's not buried in the lineup anymore. Because the third line is just as dangerous as the first. And I think, so Bjorkstrand, and we've talked about it a little bit. I think I think the thing with Bjorkstrand, and we see this on a lot of teams, right, is he got traded essentially right before the fucking season started, right? I mean, he got traded, you know, more more or less, right? Um, and so he was kind of uprooted, and, and that does take out, you know, it takes a lot out of guys. But, man, he's starting to, he's starting to come back around, and... This fucking Tolvanen kid is pulling it out of him. And it's like, let Gord go in and makes you know, disrupt the fucking defenseman. And then, you know, Bjorkstrand and, and Tolvanen have enough enough skill. It's going to be in the fucking back of the net, dude. It's it's just, it's unrelentless. I just don't know. I, I don't, it, it's hard to talk about this game because there's so many impress. I don't know what's more impressive. Like the fact that they handed the Bruins their first loss, regulation loss at home. The fact that they fucking shut them out. Yeah. Like that's, that is unreal. Absolutely unreal. Yeah. I, it, 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 the, the Kraken are on an absolute heater. Um, so, so one thing that we kind of skipped over, what, I mean, what do you think about the defense right now? Do they need to tweak it at all, or is it something that, because they're on a heater, we're just looking at it through rose-colored glasses, and we're like, nah, everything's everything's perfect, don't mess with it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, the, the, to be honest. The defense, to me, have not changed their game. It's just that we are finally getting consistent goaltending. Sure. Like, it, sure. When, when we get scored on, we're still getting, it, like today, there was, I think there was like two breakaways where our guys got beat but jones was there to make the save mm-hmm. it's because the it's the defense are now actively it you, you watch the games they're like clockwork almost all of our goals are the kraken regain control of the puck in their zone they try to transition out they get stopped in the neutral zone or just at the top of the blue line but the defense has already been activated with the offense and are moving out whereas the other team understands that, okay, we can take advantage of this and they'll get behind the defense. And then there's always this guy behind, like there's always just one guy left alone next to our net because our defense are moving up with the play and getting engaged Mm. in the offense, which is great for offense. But if the neutral zone breakout doesn't work, then we're fucked. And well, I don't, I don't ever want to see guys like Larson, Alexiak or fucking Borgen, 
but trying to move out of the zone. But they are. The they're, they're trying to move up with the offensive push. And it, it, it seems to be working. You know, like we're getting we're getting sure. high quality shots from uh, Jaden, uh, not Jaden Schwartz, but Schultz. Mm-hmm. Um, like it is on the first power play now. Yeah, they're 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 activated, man. They're they're doing when they're doing it well. They're doing it well. But you have to. It, it, there's going to be upsets. Like there was there was a couple breakaways in this game that I watched, and Jones stopped both of them. So when you finally get, we're finally getting consistent goaltending is what we're seeing, and that is going back to kind of what we talked about previously like martin jones is the starting goaltender for this team like grubauer should only be playing on back-to-backs or when jones has played you know five six games in a row so I, i'm curious i'm curious where like do you think there's anything because even earlier in this season mm-hmm. Hackstall would have been forcing grubauer into the net yes Right, and I feel like this basically turning around from Grubauer having a pretty decent game against Buffalo, like we just we just talked about mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season, he would have played Grubauer against Boston, and yes, this wouldn't have been a win. Right, he would I mean, have like he would have rode the he would have rode what he saw as the hot hand. Right. So, do you think there's anything like maybe Francis came down and fucking talked to him? Like, do you think do you think it's something like that, or do you think it's just Hackstall like isn't fucking pulling this galaxy brain bullshit and just playing the guy who has earned the starter's role at this point now. Yeah, I think that that's exactly it. I think it's 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 fun. there's enough writing on the wall to the point where he knows that Jones is the starting goaltender. Like it, you are on a Canada road trip where you have played okay, let's be real, let's be honest. Let's let's go through it in our head. We started on Edmonton. That's a that's a that's a a decent game. That's a that's a good game. It's not your hardest game, but that's that's a good game. Mm-hmm. That's a good win. You play Toronto. Matt Murray has a bad night. You take advantage of that. Um, like if if Toronto played the Kraken in a seven game series, I honestly that would probably be a coin toss in my mind. Um, but we took advantage of them and we we spanked uh, you know an off night for Matt Murray. Uh, won that Ottawa. You got to win that game. If you lose that, that's that's not good. Uh, Montreal. A good chance they lose that. That's a better game in Montreal, and yeah. they potentially lose to both Buffalo and Boston, right? Correct. So, I mean, that's a big game. Correct. So, so far we're two and two on teams that, you know, could you, you, you look at, like if we lost to Toronto, you go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Toronto's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, if you lose to Edmonton, you're like, all right, we just got spanked by Edmonton not too long ago. That makes sense. Like they're the better team. Those are two response wins like those. You have sure. to be, Ed, you have to be Ottawa and you have to beat Montreal. Then you move to Buffalo where you're like, okay, the East is way deeper. You know, just because Buffalo is not making the playoffs in the East doesn't mean that they're not good. Uh, if Buffalo was in the West, they would be one of the top teams. Sure. Um, so we got, we got to play this game. So that's a good win. And Boston, Boston's not just like, Boston's the best in the league, arguably. Like I think statistically wise, they're the best in the league. Am I wrong? They're their point percentage right now is 0.829. The next closest to them yep. is Carolina at 0.702. Okay, so the Boston is statistically the best team in the league right now. Yeah, like that—that that is the top team, and you just beat them on home ice. Spanked them. Where they are night. For those who are not familiar, before the Seattle Kraken came into, I think it's TD Garden. Yeah. Uh, the Boston Bruins were 19-0-3 at home. They are now 19-1-3. Now, I understand the argument of like, well, it was bound to happen eventually, Chance. They couldn't have gone completely undefeated. All I, I get that. But the fact that it was the Seattle Kraken on the tail end of a road trip 
Right. Like, you're, the expectation on the end of a road trip is that the team gets worse, not better. Mm-hmm. And this team just seems to be getting better as this road trip goes on. Like, I'm scared for them to come back to Seattle. I am, too, because their their home record is almost 500, Ugh. and their away record is 15-4-2. I don't know what it is that they play better on away ice, but it must be something in the Seattle water. But Sleepless in Seattle or something. Yes. You like that? Yeah, I like that a lot. It's <laughs> really good. It's really good. Maybe maybe they should go to uh, that hospital. I, I've been the girlfriend's having me watch Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I bet it's the girlfriend. You fucking picked that show, didn't no, you? No, I swear to God, she's watched yeah. it like a no. See, it, when it comes to medical shows, I'm a Scrubs fan. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm a I'm definitely a Scrubs fan, and and in fact, I laugh about it because even though Scrubs is a comedy. Way more accurate. It's pretty like, accurate, right? <laughs> it's way more accurate medically than compared to Grey's Anatomy, right? Grey's Anatomy is like there's an active shooter, and there's a bomb in the hospital, <laughs> and there's a zombie apocalypse. There's a zombie apocalypse. Uh, we we need to. You need to tell me if you're gonna be with me or your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Let's send him for some X-rays. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. There's a bomb in the fucking hospital. What are we doing? <laughs> Oh god, I know that show kills me. I had to watch. I watched it. A, I watched it with my college girlfriend, and it was a fucking nightmare. Oh, the, the 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 one where I was just hysterically laughing was the one. Uh, there's apparently this guy like he he suffers from chronic pain, and apparently the only thing that keeps the pain away is he has to watch porn nonstop. Hell yeah! Like on a nonstop because it really, according to the show, it releases endorphins, and it keeps the was- pain away. Was his character named Taylor Wells? <laughs> uh, oh, Whaler Tells. Actually. Yeah, I was wa- I, yeah, yeah, Whale, yeah. Whaler uh, Tells. All the names a... are yeah. made up to protect the identities of the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but the power goes out in the hospital conveniently. So yeah, then perfect. the most uptight uh, character on the show, the, the Asian girl, I can't remember her name. Uh, fuck! I I just knew it. I can't remember. Um, uh, but she, she's, she's like super, a super big actress. I, I just oh, can't yeah, she's an incredible actress. Uh, she does a good job in the show. But I I just can't remember her character's name for the life of me. But she plays this uptight person who's just not emotional, and she like has to like, you know, basically be a phone sex operator to this guy so he stays out of Sick. pain. It's like yeah, okay, yeah, sure, yep, hell yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this would definitely happen. Yep, hundred percent. Man, that's good medical service, though. That is, I'm fucking, you're getting five stars on Yelp. Fuck yeah, they are. Yeah, honestly, if I had the choice between, like, a normal hospital that you go in and it's just dreary and stinks a little bit, you know, or or I had some, you know. Your surgeon dirty talking you? Yeah, some surgeon just, like, because the power's out, like, I am now the fucking nudie magazine. Um, Hell yeah, I'm choosing that every time. Oh, shit. Okay. Where, was, what were we talking about? Sleepless. I don't know. Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, we got off on a fucking tangent, sure. going off on Washington stuff. I'm surprised we didn't get a Twilight reference in there. Now you did. Yep. There it is. That's unfortunate. That did happen. Um, but no, it's so I believe there. So the Boston win is just I, this is such a incredible win, such a morale boost for the team. I it's it's like. This is the high point. I'm almost scared because, like, it can't go any higher than this. And we, you I mean, and I were just talking before the mics. Like, I think they have one game left on this road trip. Yeah. They're playing Chicago at home. It just, you you feel it in your, it's like how, um, 
Steve Dangle was talking about. Remember that game where Toronto lost to the Coyotes? Yeah. You were like, look at this Coyotes roster. Embrace it. Feel it. Know that the Maple Leafs will lose to this team. <laughs> like, I just... I, I almost have those vibes. Like they're gonna go to Chicago. They're gonna they're gonna play a Patrick Kaneless Blackhawks team, and it, the, because this is hockey, and sometimes hockey makes no sense. I just feel like that there's no way that this that, because the world doesn't want me to have nice things. Uh, I just know that they're not going to complete this road trip well i i keep saying it's the end of the road trip i don't know that for sure is that do they have any other games left on the road trip no it's just chicago okay and then they go back home so like yeah, that's gonna tail it out they might you know they might have their guards down they might be you know it is the, it's the last game on the road trip they know that they're better than chicago maybe they this is hockey this is the nhl where and on any given night any team can pull off a win and you know maybe maybe they pull it off and especially since Chicago's weak, they might put in Grubauer, and then they'll have to climb out of a 3-0 hole in the first 10 minutes. In the first four minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, you know, you beat Bo- you shut out Boston at TD Garden. That is such a statement you, win. You you probably have a fucking two-day hangover afterwards, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not, like a, not even a hockey hangover. You have, like, a, a normal fat boy hangover like us. Yeah. You're feeling pretty good. Um. I think so. Notable mentions here, um, obviously. Once again, I want to mention that I think through this entire road trip, not one player has scored two goals in a game. Like they have, they have scored a lot of goals in these games. I don't think a single game you've had one player score two or more goals. I think. I mean, even if even if they have, it may make maybe one game. They were right. even they were even putting up the stats in the, fuck the game where they scored eight goals against Ottawa. That was eight, eight different, different guys. fucking that's guys. Pretty crazy. That's pretty that's fucking unreal. crazy. That's unreal. That's imp- it's almost impossible to do. Right, exactly. It's it's like they they it's like they got on the bench and they're like, okay, now we we're getting a goal for everybody tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like if you scored, you have to pass the puck. Yeah, that's yeah. It's the fucking the might rule. Yeah, it's the the hat trick rule where you've scored three goals and now you you have to. So you're like forced to pass. <laughs> oh shit! I'm you, you're you're probably right. I honestly i I was you know just kind of re- reviewing some of the games. When do you see that? When do you see that? You never very, see rare, that dude. shit ever. It's very rare. I mean, you you think about it. You think about it this way: eight different goal scorers from eighteen players on the ice. That's crazy. It is crazy. That's crazy. That that percentage. That's almost a fifty percent. Fifty percent of your players scored a goal. That's it, unbelievable. That it's we're, I'm getting and I, well, I wouldn't say this is a jinx. It's just an observation. Like you're get you're starting to get Vegas Golden Knights first year vibes where sure. this team didn't that team didn't have stars. They were just deep from first to fourth line. Yeah, like they had so, incredible players from first to fourth line, and that's what we're seeing with the Kraken where. See, Vegas made that mistake. They they sold that depth away to play to pay for stars, yeah. and it hasn't worked out well for them. Well, I mean, they've had mixed success, but the Kraken, like, if your fourth line is just as dangerous as your first line, it's. I think we talked about this in one of the earlier episodes. Most of the DNA of NHL teams is your first line is an A plus or A minus. Your second line is B plus to A minus. If you're a bad team, maybe B plus or B minus. 
your third line C to B, you know, and your your fourth line is if your fourth line doesn't get scored on, it did its job. That Vegas team, like, no, your your first line was not A plus. It was it was B B plus. But your second line was B B plus, and your third line was B B plus, and your fourth line was B B plus. Right. Which is which is kind of what we expected from this team. Yep. Last year, right? I mean, just the way that it was built out. Um, so one of the things I wanted to just kind of get your opinion on, and we can kind of more or less, more or less use it as like a, as a moving on point. Um, the Boston announcers tonight did make a comment about Seattle being a little bit banged up last year. So if you think about some of the guys that they had out, uh, Turbo went out, was out for the whole season. Jaden Schwartz was, you know, played a couple, I think he played 20-something games and was out the other 60 um, I mean, do you think that's playing a big role that they have those guys kind of healthy right now, or do you think it's just it's just a deeper team with Matty Beniers and Burakovsky, Bjorkstrand coming, like the, the triple B's coming in? Yeah. So, so you're not wrong. I think that that's absolutely correct. That health does have a factor, but let's let's not kid ourselves here and like sit here and go, oh, you know, this is just a second roll of the dice with the same team. This is this is not the same team. Right. Matty Beneers is now your first line center, and if I'm going to deviate for just a second here, you and I were talking about Matty Beneers. Like this kid, he's going to win the Calder. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, there's no doubt in my mind. Literally, no doubt in my mind that Matty Beneers is going to win the Calder. Um, he is the Rookie of the Year. Like it, it's, I don't, I don't even think there's an argument for anybody else unless somebody in Toronto wants to fucking make up some rule that uh, asshole deserves to be in calder nominations again <laughs> matt murray is doesn't qualify no not matt murray you mm, know who i'm talking about michael bunting mm, so mm-hmm. but detroit detroit played toronto tonight did you did you see the thing i sent you oh yeah oh, okay yeah. so the the beat reporter for the detroit red wings comes out and says ah the 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 the, the bunting memes and jokes are in full effect tonight and somebody tweeted back. They said, uh, "You know, the bunting jokes are going to get old eventually, but not as old as him." <laughs> I love how Red Wings fans just won't let it go. I love the pettiness. It's so good. Um, but no, Maddie Beniers is, but definitely the the leader for Calder. It's really not even close in my mind. Like Thompson's probably a close se- or a, a distant second. Sure. Um, this kid is. He's everything that we talked about when we first got him. Like, he's no is he is he the star? Like, is he an elite goal scorer? No, not necessarily. But I think there's an argument to be made that he is one of the best all around players in the league. Like, this kid doesn't have he, he, no he does he he doesn't necessarily excel at one thing, but he does everything right. Yeah. Like he's he's a like this kid is going to be winning Selkie trophies. Yeah. That's 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 two way def- that's two way offenseman, right? He, he he yeah two two way he basically plays good defense and offense. Best two way player, on, yeah. Ma- Matty Beniers is going to be he's he has a lot of Selkie trophies in his future. Um, I'm this this kid it does everything right, and you and I were just talking to him, like I was watching his body language, and even when he skates fast, normally every other player does switches to one hand. And bears down and skates kind of, you know, like they're running almost. Maddie doesn't do that. He never takes his, he always has two hands. He almost always has two hands on his stick. Even when he needs to skate fast, he he saws some wood real quick and then 
picks up speed and goes. This guy, he's always engaged. The poise that this kid has is, it, he's one of the smart, it, it, I can't say enough about this kid. He plays the kind of hockey that you and I just love, where, like, he does, he's not like Alex, you know, even the stars. Alex Ovechkin, you could make an argument that Connor McDavid's gotten better at defense, but early, you know, early Connor McDavid, there was always weakness in their game. Like, you know, it, it it doesn't help if if Connor McDavid scores a hat trick, but he's minus four on the night. Sure. It doesn't, it, 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 it kind of negates what you just did. Right. Ovechkin. Ovechkin had to learn how to play defense. It's the only way that he won a Stanley Cup. He, he talked about it in interviews. He said, like, I had to change my game a little bit and be better at defense. Like, I had to learn that my job just wasn't scoring goals because that doesn't always help if we can score on. Yeah. Matty. I think. I think- Matty is that player. He's all around. Yeah, I think I think a, a perfect thing to kind of bring up about this kid is Selkie is is a great you know that's a great trophy. It's a good it's a good way to to kind of say okay this is this is a player who is both defensively sound and offensively sound. Yep. Um, there there was really I I want to say it was probably like the mid two thousands. Where you think of some of those Selkie winners, right? Mm-hmm. You think of the Bergerons, you think of the Anze Kopitars, you think of the Jonathan Taves. Uh, what's another thing that they also all have in common? Multiple fucking Stanley Cups. Yep. Right. Like this, that that that, is, that mindset of like my top line center is essentially one of our best defensive players on this team as well is just so valuable when you get into the playoffs. And this kid's like 20, 20 to twenty one years old. Right, like he does everything right. Like it's, he just, yeah, it's crazy. Watching him play is insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Like he's the one, one of the best, well-rounded players in the league, in my opinion. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, and, and we, we even there was there was a year. It was the year of, of Trevor Zegers at the World Juniors, where Trevor was just fucking rallying off. Yeah. Well, Matty Beniers was the youngest player on that U.S. team. Yep. And he's getting like big time minutes, and it was just like. Even then, we were talking like this. Kid, this is this is who you want. This is you can ha- you can sell all the fucking tickets and merchandise you want off of players like McDavid. And I'm not saying McDavid. McDavid will win a cup. He he will win his cup. He's too fucking good to be just stuffed of a cup his entire yep. career, right? But you think of these kids who come up who just they're just born fucking winners, dude. Yep. And his motor, it's it's just crazy. I mean, you just. He was the perfect player to get for the Kraken who, you know, fuck, he's already shown it. And you're going to be the cat. I, I wouldn't be surprised to give him the C next year. Why not? I mean, you you saw guys like like Landeskog get it super early. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit. It's like, why not? And and who else on this team? Who who else? You can't tell me that Beneers being there a full season isn't the absolute fucking game changer for this entire team. He so, is. He's the total game changer. Going going back to that. So, like, w- looking at our first line right now. Burakovsky, Beniers, Eberle. Eberle was here last year. Beniers and Burakovsky were not. These are new additions. Sure. For all intents and purposes. Beniers had a limited impact on the season last year. Second line. Schwartz, Winberg, McCann. Okay. Those are original guys. OGs. Got it. Third line. Tolvanen, Gord, Bjorkstrand. Two of those guys were not here last year. Right. And in fact, Tolvanen, I, shit. If if the Kraken make a deep run here, people will people will cite the Tolvanen pickup waiver wire pickup for uh, GM of the year award. 
to Ron Francis. If if they make it, if they make it, if they go, if shit, if they go past the first round, there's there's an argument to be made. I don't know if he'd win it unless they you know go to the Cup final or you know conference final. But this is turning into be like this guy's almost a point. In fact, I think he's a point per game player right now. I think he's one under. I think he's like six points in okay. seven games or something. Still, like somebody who was a fucking waiver pickup. Yeah. Unreal. Someone um, who was completely cast out of a team who yeah. I believe is currently like either in or, uh, yeah, I mean, Nashville. Nashville's not technically in the playoffs right now, but it's not like they're, they're playing they're in the mix. hockey. They're in the mix. Yeah, they're in the mix for it. Sorry, sorry, Miller and Cat. Um, sure. So, but Tolvin and then Bjorkstrand, like, Bjorkstrand, we couldn't sing his praises high enough when he came on the team. Yeah, sure, he's not, what you know, doing what he we thought he was going to do, but at the same time, he's still playing. He's good. You you said it before the show came on or before the mics went hot. Like Tolvanen has sparked that third line. Fuck Tolvanen, Gord, and Bjorkstrand. Fuck man, that's a that's oh they a were all line. over it. They were all over it. That's a second line right games. there. Yeah, yeah, that's been like, a good line. That's a good line, and then. Tanev, like Tanev, like you could argue that Tanev is the heart and soul of that team. Yeah, like everybody loves fucking Turbo. I know fucking he's on the turbo, fourth line, but dude. but he's but he's like the he's like the Ryan Reeves when he was at Vegas. Like everybody loves the guy, and but yeah. the fact that he's putting up goals still, Ryan Donato and Daniel Sprung, and fucking Sprong, what the fuck, dude? That's a uh, honestly, I was a little hesitant to keep him around, yep. but he and and honestly, I think. Him accepting a third or fourth line role mm-hmm. is what is helping him play his best hockey. Like let's let's put it this way: like that fourth line could easily be a third line any on certain teams, sure. and like the it just shows the depth because like guys that are scratched right now, like Geeky, Geeky was playing good. Sure, like Geeky wasn't playing bad. I wouldn't say he wasn't elite, but he wasn't playing bad. Yeah, and he's not making the roster right now because this team is so fucking deep. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I mean, looking at it, uh, so Tanev, Donato, and Sprung, I think those are originals, right? Or is Sprung a late, later pickup? We know Tanev was original. Donato is original. Question. He he definitely, Sprung wasn't drafted. Okay, he wasn't in, he wasn't in the I, expansion I draft? Think, yeah, I think he was a signing, and I think, I don't know. Maybe a free agency pickup? Yeah, I think he was free agency last year. Okay. But, he, you know, so, minimal games. We're looking at 12 of these guys. One, two, three, four, five of the 12 were not even... That's almost half of your offensive core was not on this team last year. Yeah. So it, it's not necessarily a... like I, I think the, the misconception here is like, oh, you know, it's just this team needed a year to get it together. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's five guys that were, on, that are, were not on this team last year. Right. That are currently now. Right. You know, I, I shit. I can't even name the five guys that we lost. Can you? Who's not on this team anymore that was skating regular minutes for us? Vitek Vanacek. <laughs> He's having a great career in New Jersey. Good for him. Uh, you you could make an argument that the defense is largely unchanged. Yeah, I think Justin Schultz is really the only addition. I think they. I mean, yeah. they they had Borgen and Susie. So yeah, um, yeah, they had everybody but Schultzy. But the fact that we're getting—it's we've said it time and time again on this on the show. Like they're not supposed to be. That we when we drafted this team, this wasn't supposed to be a team where the offense bails out their defensive mistakes. Right. 
that was not the identity of this team. That wasn't the DNA. That wasn't the idea that Ron Francis had. But we're at the, but, but we're here. We're here yeah. where we're we're here where you know we've had if you average it out what mediocre goaltending up up uh, until recently. Yeah, that's being nice. Me- mediocre goaltending has been and and mediocre defense, mediocre to okay defense. It's been bailed out by the offense. Who fucking would have guessed? I mean, that's the best defense is offense. I, well, and apparently the defense would agree. <laughs> the defense would agree because they don't they, even they, like playing defense. No, it's we got five offensemen on the ice. Dude, yeah, defense is boring. Absolutely. Um, I and and as you mentioned previously, I, it was a very good point you made. IR, IR is a huge thing. We did we did suffer from some injuries last year. Right now, the only injuries we have are Drieger and Donskoy and. I still stand by my behind my statement of if if Grubauer struggles and even the the limited appearances that he should have, mm-hmm. he should have. I want to stress that. Yeah, I think Chris Drieger could challenge for time. I don't disagree, and we just we just saw a third team uh, do is going to go to this third this three goalie setup here, uh, Buffalo. Yeah. So Buffalo's going to the third goalie, three goalie setup. So I think at the very least we're going to see that. I think we're going to re- we're going to see this three goalie setup. Um, you know, I I I don't. We'll we'll see, right? I think I think they're gonna they're gonna time this perfectly, where you know Drieger is is probably not ready to come back. I think. I think I think his timeline was like March or something, February or March or something like that, and you know I think they're you know it's going to be perfect timing to where they're going to see how Carolina does with the three goalie setup, yeah. and if it works out pretty well, then you might as well like you might as well yep. give like as much as it you know pains me to say geeky fucking sitting sitting there you know like we like geeky. I mean, I like Geeky, right? Like, I think he's a solid player. Yeah, it's it's sad to say that there are twelve players that are better than him because we we like Morgan Geeky. He's a good player. Yeah, I just it'll it'll be interesting. I really do. I do think they're going to rotate three goalies because they can't leave Drieger down there. No, uh, he's too good. You know, and they and they can't and they can't send Grubauer down because it better. I mean, God for fucking bit, it's Martin. Like, there's just no way, right? There's no way that they can be that fucking stupid to send Jones down right through. Raiders. No, th- th- that's not going to happen. He's he's on a heater right now. Now, with, will this sustain? I don't know. Martin Jones is kind of a head case. Uh, we saw that, you know, in the playoffs and the numerous times that he was trying to lead a San Jose team to the Stanley Cup. Um, if he gets in his head, he's he's pretty much useless. But um, it seems like he's found his groove and his and we're, fuck, we're we're all about Davy Jones right now. Yeah, um, we're, 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 fuck this podcast is pro it because at the moment Grubauer hasn't shown us anything, you know, it's, it's just not, if he, if he got a, sh- the only way that I would even remotely doubt Jones's tenure as the starting goaltender, his title as the starting goaltender is if Grubauer got a shutout in that Buffalo game. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And, and, and he didn't, it was a close game. The offense kind of had to, to, to make things happen. So. I mean, Jones two shutouts in his last two starts. though, right. Well, uh, you know Montreal. You're like okay, you know. Sure, sure. But bought, but the best team in the league. Yeah. Okay. Big time. Okay. Um, last thing. Let's let's wrap up the crack and talk here. Uh, 
tell me about Shane Wright here. Uh, as when we left the show last time, Shane Wright was uh, was just coming off of a gold medal win with the IAHF World Juniors and captain of the team. Goes back to the Kraken, and now he's not with the Kraken. Yeah, I don't know if he even stepped foot in Climate Pledge Arena, but he, you know, we kind of talked about it on the last episode where we were kind of guessing what they would do with him, and I think we both knew the plan was probably to just send him back to juniors. We've seen this a little bit. I think we, we saw it as early as last year with Mason McTavish for the Ducks, right? Bouncing him around. Um, you know, giving him some time, you know, between AHL, NHL, uh, you know, I think, I think last year, you know, Mason McTavish even had some time with his junior team and then went to the world juniors or something along those lines. And so we, we kind of had the feeling that that's what they were going to do with Wright. It's just, it's just the way that the, you know, you know, Canadian hockey league with the AHL contract stuff ends up working out. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Juniors is really just his only option at this point, especially with especially with how hot the Kraken are. There's just absolutely no reason that they need to throw him on a fourth line role or anything along those lines. So, uh, but yeah, he he def- they sent him right back to the OHL, um, where he proceeded to get traded from the the Kingston to uh, I believe it's Windsor. Um, I think he got Windsor yeah, Spitfires. He, Windsor Spitfires. That's right, and it was just an absolute haul. Really yeah, the Spitfires are sick. I think it's, it's Windsor's like across from Chicago. It's across the border from Chicago or something like that. Um, anyways, that's trying to, trying to geography. Name. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But yeah, so it was absolute haul for the for Kingston, uh, and rightfully so. I mean, you know, Shane Wright. You know, even though he didn't have an absolutely fucking world beater mentality at the World Juniors, he's proven. You know, he's again. Oh, we're we're fucking idiots. It's in Ontario. Yeah, well, something like that. <laughs> across from Detroit, Chicago, Ontario, same thing. Is it across from Detroit? It's one of those two. I, I played hockey somewhere, and we went across the fucking border. Windsor, Ontario. I, I mean, if it's Ontario, it's probably close to the border. Okay. Uh, anyway, but yeah. So yeah, so basically, what 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 Windsor just acquired is they're going to be shit for the next however long uh, because Shane Wright's going to be up with the team next year. But they're getting a guy who, like we just said can play that two-way game, is going to go in there. He's going to be a fucking, because he's been playing AHL, NHL minutes most of the year, he's he's going to be a man against, man against boys. Yep. And it's it's just, it's going to be cheap. So, it's, I mean, it's a good, good trade for Windsor. Um, doesn't hurt him at all, I don't think. I think, no. I think the only way that this hurts Shane Wright is if he goes there and doesn't fucking dominate. Doesn't do well, and which is just not going to happen. He's going to go to the, he's going to the OHL. He's going to, Immediate, like since he gets there, he's going to be probably the leading scorer. Um, it definitely makes them. Well, I guess I could look at. Oh, they're in the OHL. Oh, okay, Ontario Hockey League. That Which sense. is a better league? I, I honestly, for me, when if you're think, if you're talking juniors, for me, uh, OHL, WHL, then you can then I could probably throw the Q in there. Um, but that you know, and then you know, you get into like the USHL. And, okay, and so the Windsor Spitfires are twenty four and nine. They're leading the West Division, and they're it looks like they're one of. So it was between the London Knights and the Windsor Spitfires. Apparently, Lund, it, yeah. Windsor yeah. just made a bit a, a little better of an offer. Yeah. Um, so the, the offer, and this is only going to matter to people who follow the CHL at all. Yeah. Uh, Kingston got forward Ethan Medema, defenseman. 
Gavin McCarthy and seven OHL priority selections of draft picks. Seven I mean, draft picks. <laughs> he basically, what he does is the Windsor Spitfires are guaranteed to win their division, probably win the OHL, and it puts them in line to win a Memorial Cup. And yeah, this, look, I, I'm not saying, like, I'm sure, I'm sure Shane Wright would love to be in the NHL and playing there, but adding a adding a Memorial Cup to your roster, like to your resume, sure, is really not bad. Like, look at um, that's how you know that there's a like an accomplished NHL player when they have the whole pedigree. You know, mm-hmm. um, like you 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 talk to like NHL players, and there are those guys that like regret, like you know, they've won three Stanley Cups, but they like I regret not having a an Olympic gold medal. Sure. Or, you know, they, they always have that one thing that they just couldn't get because of this, that, and the other. Um, the Memorial Cup is one of those things. Like, yeah. the, the CHL is so massive, and there's so many, like, if you think about it, there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through to fucking even just win, like, your division. Yeah. You know, like, it, the, the, the only thing that I'm familiar with, really, is the Spokane Chiefs and the WHL um, and the U.S. division. So, like, even when, even when you win the whl it's not over then you got to go to the memorial cup right and at that point you've already been through what three four rounds of playoffs yeah so and and i think yeah it's a slog it's definitely a slog um do do i like how the memorial cup is set up not necessarily i don't like that the host team is automatically thrown in there um regardless of their record but that's that's what that's what we do for like U.S. AAA Nationals, mm. there's a host team. Yeah, like like we hosted it one year, and we were fucking bad that year. We yeah. we ended up making it because we we fucking hosted the tournament. You know, sure. Um, you know, same thing with there was up by up where Phoenix is from and fucking North Pole. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a team up there that ended up hosting it. And they got in and they did pretty good, right? But it's just like, yeah, I mean, like this team, there, there's there's much better teams around the United States than the fucking Arctic Lions of, of Fairbanks, Alaska, right? Like, yeah. you know, so, but yeah, I think what this is going to do for Shane Wright is like, he actually did not have a very good season for what he's probably used to mm-hmm. last year. Um, and, I, and like, we've talked about it a little bit. He, he got hit with COVID at the beginning of the year and it really actually, you know, just, it seemed like it took some wind out of his sails and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so going there and going in tr- and, and really being a realistic competitor for the Memorial cup it, it might honestly be some, you know, especially a Canadian kid, right? They, they grow up watching these teams and shit like that up there, right? Like the CHL is, is you know, us Americans, we don't quite understand how big of a fucking deal some of this shit is, right? Like the Memorial Cup is huge, right? And so like for him to go and have a, have a, a possibility to go win that, essentially prove his fucking doubters wrong, that, it, you know, last year was, was his normal where he's going there and he's like, fuck that, dude, I had an off year because I literally couldn't breathe for half the fucking year. Right, like, you know, that's the shit that I think it, you know. It'll be interesting to see how he responds to that because that's what's important, right? How he re- how he takes he's going to be the biggest player in those. He's going to you know he's going to have a lot of shit over his head. He could even go to the fucking Spitfires and be the new captain, right? You, you just don't know you don't know what that shit looks like, yeah. right? And so like it's you know all of that stuff is important, um, and I think 
I think he's a good enough player. He's gonna he's gonna rise above all that shit. Um, sure. And there's a very good chance that they go win the Memorial. So, at bare minimum, the OHL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At bare minimum, the OHL. Looking looking at just the the standings again. I you know I haven't watched any of those games, but uh, Windsor Spitfires are the head of the Western Division. Uh, yeah. Their their records are comparable to the London Knights at the top of the Midwest Central uh, North Bay Battalion. Love that name, by the way. That's sick. Um, North Bay Battalion, hell yeah. Um, and then the Ottawa 67s are uh, at the top of the East Division. Um, yeah, there's there, it's he's got a chance to win a Memorial Cup, and it's it's funny like you, we talk about players that have that great resume, like Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson has a Memorial Cup. He's I think he's got a fucking gold medal. Um, he's he's pretty accomplished. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though. It's, it's so I haven't been following it a ton, but. There's some stacked fucking WHL teams though. There's not some Spokane Chiefs, but sick yeah, fucking WHL teams, man. Like, yeah, not, uh, not... Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds are fucking yeah. sick, you know. Like, there's there's some good fucking WHL teams this year. So I, I think that you know, and, and but that's what you want to see. You want to see at least a couple good teams from each each league. Yep. And that's what the Memorial Cup is, right? It's like you know the best of the best, essentially in you know in the junior ranks. Um, and so, yeah, it'll, it'll be a good test, but I, I think unless he could play at the AHL the rest of the year, this is, this is as good as it's going to get him pushing for a, a Mem Cup. So, yeah, uh, not, not the Spokane Chiefs there. There. So I was, <laughs> I was, it's funny. We're talking about this last night. I was, we were just talking about going to a Chiefs game. I was like, I wonder how the Chiefs are doing. And I followed him on Twitter and I looked and they were playing Everett last night. I'm like, oh, that would have been a good game to go to. They're playing at home. And it was like. 3-0 by the end of the first i'm like oh no and then i looked at and then i looked at the chiefs's record uh they are last in the western conference 7 27 and 1 it's so bad oh, <laughs> you and i could have played for that fucking team dude the chiefs were fucking uh, it's i look I, I i grew up a chiefs fan grew up in north idaho spokane area the whole the whole of my life playing hockey a uh, huge diehard chiefs fan growing up uh, I've seen them win. I watched them win the Memorial Cup. Yeah. Uh, but I also watched them through some of their worst years, and uh, I haven't seen them be seven and twenty-seven in quite a long time. Yeah, that's bad. It's been a while. So um, they are definitely one of the. They, they are the worst team in the West. Um, it looks like they might even. Nope. The Edmonton Oil Kings are the worst in the league. Uh, Edmonton sick, Edmonton Oil Kings are six and thirty-three. You know what a sick nut? You know what another sick name is from WHL? What's that? The Saskatoon Blades. Uh, you know what I like? The Calgary Hitmen. Oh, that's a good one too. The Hitmen is so fucking good. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, there's there are the the AHL and I, in fact just the CHL. They're allowed to like have fun with their names a little bit. I love that. Uh, Kelowna, the Kelowna Rockets. Rockets, yeah, that's a fucking sick one too. Their Rockets jerseys are really sick cool. too. Uh, even uh, it, like if you look at the their logo, the uh, the Everett Silver Tips, but because they're a bear and it has like the claw coming out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's but that's in my neck of the woods, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You've been to yeah. an Everett game? No, I, Everett's Everett's a little far. It's like three hours from here. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, you know, we got we got the Thunderbirds pretty damn close, and yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we got we got. How are they? Teams. Oh, they're they're twenty nine and six. They're top of the West. Oh, they're sick. Yeah, they're fucking. Between sick. them and Portland, Portland, dude, 
if there's like a GM award though, like longevity, the Portland Winterhawks, my entire life they've had a solid team. Yeah. Didn't they win the didn't they win the Memorial Cup semi recently? I think maybe. Maybe I, mean, I, I could be wrong on that. Who knows? Yeah, um, we're talking we're talking about junior hockey right now and nobody's know, fucking it's, caring. It's crazy. Everyone cares. Really? Okay. Um speaking of things that nobody cares about, the uh the all star rosters were announced. Nice. Uh if you guys haven't listened to our show before, uh, we are huge skeptics of the All-Star game, um, even questioned its existence on this show. Um, we, I mean, we have. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, what does it do? You know, what is it, from a player's perspective, like, oh, I'm going to go to this thing where I'm going to play hockey for essentially free, and I'm going to risk getting hurt, and uh yeah yeah that's about it you know what it does chance uh, gets younger me, younger fans let me tell you something mm. it gives second third and fourth line players a little bit of rest that's that's the positive well they certainly needed them so yeah they need, it. they need it um rapid fire i want to give you guys i want to give you this um so all as as for those who are unfamiliar with the All Star, uh, the the NHL switched up how they pick the All Star because uh, one year they did the the fan vote and that's how we got the year of uh, John Scott. John Scott. <laughs> uh, um, fuck yeah! Bring I, that shit back, dude. That's, yeah, that's the that's the golden era. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, so obviously the NHL realized that they couldn't they couldn't leave the decision to us. So, um, Bodie McBoatface. They've they've created this like hybrid pig baby of like kind of letting us pick but not really. Right. Where picking the fucking the the second stringers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and let's and let's make this and let, let's even add to this. We'll just retread our a little bit of our old all star stuff. We we dust we dust this argument off once a year. Uh, it's truly not an all star game because uh, they force every team to pick one player. When uh, in reality, there should be multiple players from, you know, a few teams and no players from some like the fact that Chicago, Chicago should not send a single fucking player. You think the Troy Ducks. Terry from the Ducks should have a fucking vote? No, no. absolutely. God, no. Fu- the Ducks should not send a single fucking player. But the NHL does this because they want representation from each team. Sure. So it's 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 really stupid. It's really dumb. It's not truly an all star game like it used to be when we were growing up. When every year it was uh, the orange NHL jerseys versus the white NHL jerseys, yeah, loved That's loved those. The fucking way. Gretzky times, man. Or ooh, remember when uh, it was like West versus East, and like the the West wore those blue jerseys, and the East wore those red ones. Yeah, so sick. Yeah, yeah. That's like those. NHL eighteen, dude. Yeah, every every game ends like twenty to nineteen because yeah, goaltending doesn't exist. Yeah, which I mean, it still doesn't even in these, but. Um. Yeah. So, uh, we're we're looking at these rosters right now. Uh, there's still voting going on. Like, you can still vote in certain players. Uh, in fact, our Twitter feed has just been inundated with every team retweeting, retweet this, retweet that. Like, get get our boy in. It's like okay. Um, I'm not sure. I, I mean, if we're picking all stars via Twitter, <laughs> uh, something's broken. Let me let me let me throw this. God God forbid we pick the actual best players in the league. Let me let me throw this by you real quick, just to mm. just to kind of have this out there. 
Um, let's, let's, so I, I guess, I guess we'd have to know like the number of players who go total. Cause I don't know that. Cause I'm a sure, fucking bum, sure, sure. but what if the NHL gave us like just a little over that number every year and it was just the top point per game players, right? So it's a top hundred point per game players and then we can select. That gets rid of the John Scotts as much as I loved seeing that tall fucking weirdo in the in the show. Um are we just jumping ahead and figuring and, and giving our causes it, yeah. on how to fix the All Star? Yeah, game? I'm just solving it already. I don't even care who's in it. Brock fucking Nelson's in it for God's sake. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's I was gonna run that. So the Metropolitan Division, Crosby, which, okay, sure. like sure, like his pedigrees earned it. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau should not fucking be the All Star. It's his seventh one chance. Come on, like he, he's. I don't, he's basically a spokesperson at this point. I don't care. The fucking Columbus Blue Jackets are terrible. Sorry, Dad. Uh, Kevin Hayes, again, why? Uh, Jack Hughes from New Jersey, okay. Brock Nelson, why? Ovechkin, sure. Uh, Svechnikov, fine. Igor Shosturkin, fine. Uh, Going to the Atlantic Division, Kucherov, fine. Dylan Larkin is uh, iffy to me, and I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan. Speed skater. Uh, Mitch Marner. From Toronto. Not Austin Matthews, but Mitch Marner. That one's been a fucking discussion. Uh, I just, I don't I don't know about that. Uh, Nick Suzuki, as much as I like Nick Suzuki, I don't think any player from Montreal should be on the fucking All-Star team. Nick Suzuki, uh, available in the Dusty Bender Fantasy Hockey League. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tage Thompson, fine. Brady Kachuk, fine. Matthew Kachuk, fine. Uh, Linus Olmark from Boston, uh... Dude, he's literally the top fucking visitor. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. All right, that's fine. I just, I, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, Central Division, Kirill Kiprasov, fine. The fact that any, I, I'm, it's Clayton Keller, but the fact that any Coyotes player is on the All-Star is insulting. It's great. It's, <laughs> it should be, <laughs> should be Nick Ritchie, though. Or fucking be, Nick Bajugstad. Should be Schmaltz. Should be fucking Schmaltz. Should be mis- uh, it should be Miss Shits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe bring Grabner out of retirement for a there hot second. Or uh, is Dotsuk still on contract? Yeah, I think so. And Marion Hosa. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona Coyotes, great. Pavel Dotsuk. God, both him and Hosa were absolutely fucking just <laughs> so clutch for the Coyotes. They're like they 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 check with the All Star Committee. Like, is it okay if we bring back Shane, Shane Doan? No. Cool? Oh, all right. Well. Huh. Yeah. Guess we'll, I think the Coyotes did draft his fucking son, though. I guess we'll bring the only guy that uh, uh, our fans can remember the name of. <laughs> um, Jason Robertson, great. That's a good yeah. pick. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, um, this is an iffy one. Like, that kind of falls in like the Larkin category for me. Yeah. Of like, yes, but there might be people that are more deserving. Uh, Seth Jones is an or Kairu. I just don't don't. Yeah, Kairu should probably. Yeah, I agree. Um, or or you take Bennington, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Um, Seth Jones is an abomination to this roster, and 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 honestly, a disgrace to our nation. I think. Uh, he call call Seth Jones an all star this year is how we know that this is a joke. You want to get punched in the face really quick? Call Seth Jones an all-star. 
That is the quickest way to get knocked the fuck out. That is that is so terrible. Uh, like the fact that see the next name that I'm gonna read. This should make you more angry that I just read the first name. Uh, second name Kale McCarr. Yeah, Seth Jones is so much better, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious oh. to put them next to each other too. That's just beautiful. Oh, it's so bad. It's gorgeous. Uh, again, Josh Josh Morrissey. Dude, he's having a fucking year. He's having a year. I get it. Right. I get it. He's having right. a year. Yeah, but we do this historically. Like, the NHL can't decide whether we we pick people based on legacy or we pick people based on actual. Like, if we do it based on year to year, which we should because it's yeah. the fucking all-star game, we pick the best players from the year, sure. then Sidney Crosby should not be on this fucking list. I mean, he's still having a decent season. Yeah, but you could argue that fucking Malkin's better. I, you could, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I would. I'm with you though. I'd rather see players that are playing well this year. There's yes, just there's absolutely. no excuse. You don't just write, you don't no just excuse. pencil somebody in because of legacy. Right, right. Not not Manny legacy. Yeah. I wonder if Manny legacy ever made the All Star game. Probably like at least seven if johnny gaudreau has made it seven times legacy definitely made it at least once. manny legacy played born 1973 good for him that's so old was with the detroit red wings the st louis blues the carolina hurricanes he played for the detroit red wings for a long time yeah didn't he play for the sens too why do i feel like he played for the sens for a little bit uh nope no huh not not according to Wikipedia anyway. Ah uh, well, Wikipedia. Red wi- Red Wings, Blues, Hurricanes. Interesting. Oh, uh, on September twenty sixth, New York Islanders announced they signed Legacy to a PTO. He was released. Yeah. Okay. So no, 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 nothing, nothing there. Uh, awards yeah. won a silver medal at the ninety four Olympic uh, Winter Olympic Games. Member of the two thousand two Stanley Cup championship with the Red Wings, and he was in the two thousand eight All Star Game. There Manny, you go. Manny I fucking Legacy, told you. NHL I fucking All-Star. knew it. I knew it. So is John Scott. John Scott is honestly, it should be inducted. He should. He should yeah. be in the Hall of Fame just for that shit. He should. Um, so for John, fucking for two hand chopping Kessel. That's what he should be in the fucking <laughs> Hall of Fame for. That's that's what he's famous for. What a beauty. <laughs> Kessel took his cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, this That's is what happens when you leave. This is what happens when you leave it up to the internet. You'll get fucking like Ryan Reeves and shit going to the All Star game, dude. You leave it up. You, there was Minnesota, some obscure town in like Minnesota, was having people vote on the fucking names of their snow plows. Yeah, and it was like fucking Snowy McSnowface and yeah. shit, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Beautiful. I it no. I let's be honest. If it was up to the internet. Yamir Yager would be in the All-Star game. He should be. Why is he, he not? He should be. It's bullshit. He be. In fact, he's better than a lot of these guys. Honestly, I don't understand why, like, Yager didn't try to at least play for every single team at least one game. Like, oh. he should have. Oh. You know what I mean? I, train out Kevin Hayes for Yamir Yager. Yeah, 100%. He's, Yager's playing for every team in every one of these divisions. Yeah. I mean, I love... I love Troy Terry, but dude, I, I would see Yammer Yager as my fucking as the Anaheim uh, All Star bid. 100%, At this point, Timu Solani would be better. God, yes. Uh, la- last for Central Division, uh, UC Soros. Which okay, sure. Um, 
Pacific Division. Matty Beneers. As much as we've been singing the praise of Matty Beneers. Okay, I don't know if we, like, like on this list. Okay, because Connor McDavid's on this list, duh. But as of right now, Leon Dreisaitl is not. I hope he okay, doesn't do- get voted in just for shits and gigs. <laughs> like, just to fucking, just to show Batman that, like, we own him still, kind of. If Leon Dreisaitl does not make the all-star team, I, I'm... Okay, that there's no hope to lose. Like I, I don't have any hope or confidence in the All Star Game being an actual All Star Game. I've lost, I lost that a long time ago. The innocence was crushed. But like that would be a fucking travesty. Like Kevin, <laughs> Fia- Kevin Fiala makes the fucking All Star Game, and Leon Dreisaitl does not. Dude, I honestly like I would. I you know what? I will have. I will have a dusty bender party at my house if if Leon Dreisaitl doesn't. Literally everyone's invited. <laughs> like if Dry Saddle doesn't somehow make this list and fucking and, and there's a Troy Terry and a fucking Seth Jones. I'll invite Seth Jones to my Dry Saddle <laughs> didn't make the all-star roster party. Like I will send out those invites. So and, and this is also a reflection on how bad the Pacific Division is. Um, so Matty Beneers is repre- representing Seattle. As a Seattle fan, great. Love that. That's awesome. Uh, we love Matty Beniers. We think he's going to be one of the better. Pl- we just we we just sang his praises. Um, but again, we're we're pigeonholing, having to make. We're not picking the best. We're we're picking the best on a team, which is not a true all star team. Yeah. And so Matty Beniers, Kevin Fiala is representing LA. Uh, if if Kevin Fiala is your representative from your team. You shouldn't have a representative. I'm not saying I'm not saying Kevin Fiala is bad. Is he an All Star though? <laughs> Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl has the third most Le- points per game in the fucking league right now. Kevin Fiala and that's is including on this Nikolai list and not Leon Dreisaitl. Nikolai Ehlers has six games played, but and he's Nazem he's in Kadri the- is on this. Nazem Kadri. Who's having He's a nice on year, this though. list? He's having a nice year. Okay, yeah, that's great. But is is he better than fucking uh, Jonathan Huberdeau? This year, yeah. Okay. He'd be sure. Safe. Okay. You know what? I'll retract that. You know what? Because we're going off of this year. Let's go off this year. Fine. That's what it should be. That's so fine. Let's, let's stick to it. That's fine. But if we're talking about best players in the league. I don't know if Nazem Kadri makes this list. I don't. Best. We'll, we'll even go division. Best players in the division: Connor McDavid, number one; Leon Draisaitl, number two. Um, who do we have from Vegas? Who's Vegas represent? Logan Thompson is Vegas's rep. Jack Eichel is not on this list. Yeah, what is That's happening? Brutal. That's fucking brutal. Okay, Nazem Kadri, Connor McDavid, Elias Pettersson makes sense. Troy Terry. The, the Ducks shouldn't even be invited to. The All Star Game. They weren't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how they got it. They snuck. Like, it. like anybody, anybody affiliated with the Ducks organization shouldn't even be able to step foot. Where is it being hosted this year, by the way? That's a great question. Where is the All Star Game this year? And uh, no one gives a shit. Uh, in New Flo- Jersey, it's in Florida. Nice. That's kind of fun. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah, okay. So yeah, sure. so maybe they're putting it in warmer warmer places so players can be like, okay, we'll at least get a Florida vacation out of this. Um, okay, 
Yeah, I wouldn't even allow any Ducks player in the state during the All-Star game. No, because, I mean, you could even go to some of their fucking neighboring It's not even Tanner's. It's it's not even Seagrass. Like at least at least double down on your shame and sure. be like this is our this is our poster child. Yeah. Like you're not even you're Ah, <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. Like double down on your shame at least. Like you you you've postered this guy on every NHL 2023 cover and like it, at this point you've got bed sheets that have him doing the Michigan. There's just honestly they like they're just banking on him getting voted in from the fan vote. That's all it is. But the fact that they wouldn't even... Because <laughs> well, he can pick up the puck. That's cool. Um, That's yeah. Sick. So the fact that Troy Terry on here is uh, is is a disgrace. Uh, Eric, Eric Carlson's actually having a good season. Look, his team is bad, but that's the point of the All-Star game. It's not about it's not about if your team is good. It's about if you're doing well, and Eric Carlson's playing great. He's arguably in the Norris conversation <laughs> if we if we care about points. Yeah. You know, and and nowadays unfortunately, that's what the Norris trophy has become. It's the defenseman with the most points. It's not necessarily the best defenseman, which infuriates me. But I mean, even even for Seattle. So if I'm going off points per game played, Mm. Andre Burakovsky is actually above Beneers. All right, so how how are we actually selecting these players? I just I don't, it just doesn't make sense. Dude. It, it, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's um, pointless. And then Logan Thompson for Vegas again. Like that is just like I'm not saying that Logan Thompson isn't good, but if we're picking the best of the best on that team, like Jack Eichel is the best fucking player on that team. I I I would listen to an argument that maybe Stone's a better all around player. Sure. But that's it. Like I, Logan Thompson is not in this discussion. So, so what goalie would you take from the Pacific though over Logan Thompson? So that's that's the other side of it. Is there still has to be positional needs, right? Okay, yeah, that's that's a good question. Let me let me let me roll that around. Uh, let me go. Let me let me roll through your eight Pacific starters. How about this? Okay. All right. Okay. We'll this. start. We'll start with Logan Thompson. How's that sound? Phoenix uh, Copley. Phoenix Copley. Okay. Yep. Right? Uh, that's him. I'd pick him. All right, that's me too. But yes, uh, what up, bro? Uh, maybe that's who we get on for the hundredth episode. We get fucking Ooh. Copley on here. All right. Um, okay, dude, let's go over to San Jose. You got fucking Reamer. No, no. You got John Gibson. I mean, it's not his fault the Ducks are bad. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. No, it's Dallas. He's Eakins. arguably Dallas like Eakins. in theory and potential to be good. Gibson is the best. But, sure. but he has no reason to be good right now. Oh, he's, yeah, I mean, his team's terrible. In front yeah, of he has no reason to care right now. This team, I think, has the highest goal differential, or I guess, I guess, if you're talking about the actual numbers, the lowest goal differential. It's like yeah. negative minus seventy-seven. There you go. I knew it was something bad. They just got waxed seven-one, and they were like, "No, let's not change anything up. This looks great." And got proceeded to get fucking waxed again. Yeah. Um, Thatcher Demko. I mean, in in theory. In theory. But if we're going on if we're going on season, I understand where you're coming from. Still Thompson. Uh, Jacob Markstrom. See again, like, okay, if we're going on season, sure. Yep. And I understand then, that it's not Markstrom, but and then and then your last one is oh well Martin Jones or or Philip Grubauer. Uh, pick your point. I mean, you could make an argument for Jones sure. at this point. 
Um, and then our last one is Mr. Jack Campbell, or you could throw Stuart Skinner in there if you really, uh, if you're no, and they're, and they're both, they're both mediocre at best. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's just a reflection on how bad the Pacific is. Mm-hmm. God, there's not a single good goaltender. <laughs> that's it. Logan Thompson is the best goaltender in that fucking division besides yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe Mark Shermer Demko, maybe. So maybe, maybe it's just, again, going back to the commentary on the setup of the fucking all-star game. Like the fact that we're like, we're pigeonholing everything by division. We remember, remember it used to be conference. It used to be West versus East. Yeah. And you could like truly put together a fucking all-star team because in reality, every single one of you go, uh, every single one of those goalies. So, okay, let's, let's, under old rules here let's pretend that this is 2005 we're going by those rules this is a conference we're picking three goalies i'm taking jake ottinger i'm taking connor hellebuck and i'm taking if he's playing right now mark andre Fleury as my third sure maybe 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 soros maybe soros so all three of those guys are coming from the central division you've got better goaltending out there Flurry, you know, you can make an argument for Bennington, I guess. Um, even even the Arizona goalie has not been terrible. He, I mean, he does okay. Sure. For for, for the team in front nice. of him. Yeah, if you're, yeah. If you're feeling good. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I, you know, we're just I, would, I but but those three goalies are they better than are they better than Logan Thompson? UC Soros, Connor Hellebuck, Jake Ottinger. I think you could put Saros based on this season. I think you could put Saros and Thompson around Thompson, right? So they're battling for that third. But I agree. I think Ottinger and and well, and if we throw in Mark Andre Fleury, then then I think both of them are knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Fleury Fleury was having a good year until until he didn't he take a leave of absence or something? Yeah, yeah, something. Okay. In any case, but he was playing fairly well. Right. Yeah. Um, All right, let's go through the West because uh, I think I, well, I think we got through. Uh, oh, we got all the way through. There we go. Yeah, we did. We did. So we got all through that. Um, I'm, you know, it's at the end of the day. Uh, who cares? Yeah, thank you. No one cares about the All Star Game. Uh, for those gamblers out there, the All Star Game is definitely a good thing to bet on because there's lots of goals. So bet the over. <laughs> What's the over like eighteen? <laughs> It's all it, like it's always like eight goals, and it's nice. like you know this. You know these games are ending five six. Dude, I mean, worst case scenario, this game's going to a fucking shootout, and it's is seven. It still, six. is it still three three? Is it still three on three? Yeah, I think so. Just based on the way these are built. God, I hate that so much. I like four I on four. I think four on four would be pretty sick. I hate. I I just I hate what they've done with it. I really do. I don't like. It's always been a joke. I understand that, but God, I really hate what they've done with it. It's just not. It's just not worth watching. Like, maybe, maybe if it was three on three and they played like NHL hits, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Then then I'd watch. But yeah. we can't do that because there's there's like a non-spoken like honor among hockey players rule that there's no hitting in the in the All Star game. So no one plays hard. It's it's just a fucking it's it's just a gong show. It's just dumb. Yeah. What do you hate more? You hate the Winter Classic or the All Star game? The All-Star game. All right. At least the Winter Classic is an actual hockey game. Sure. The All-Star game is an actual is an absolute joke. And the fact that they offer like there's like there's like a cash prize for the team that wins to try to motivate them. Like these multi-millionaire hockey players care about winning like 100 grand or something. 
It's like great. I I have I have a little money in the bank when I get a five thousand dollar fine for flipping off the ref. Uh, man, I, pro- I hate uh, it. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to win this a uh, hundred grand split between fifteen guys. Uh, I, I promise to use this when I tell the ref that he is a blind fool. I promise to use my money towards the next two days that I have off to buy all the beers for these guys. I will I will not use this at the Flamingo outside of this arena. Oh god. The Florida strip club that is like literally two blocks away from this arena. I will not use that there. I just think of Florida as just this like old person paradise and that's that just translates over to the fucking strip club it's funny you say that i always think of florida as like at least at least like the beachfront places as like perpetually stuck in the 80s like it's just it's just an episode of miami vice every day it's just cocaine mountains yeah and random random gunfire everywhere but but like in a light-hearted way like no one ever like no one ever dies but there's but there's gunfire all the time And no one even flinches at it. They just, hey! Yeah, right, right, right. It's it's like Neverland. That's good. That's good. So that's I hopefully hopefully the All Star Game is um, like if, if it was more like Miami Vice, I might watch it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, round out the show here. Uh, it's been a while. We we haven't talked about standings, and yeah. uh, I feel like we need to give you guys kind of a, another rundown on how the standings are going and how our teams are doing, um, and our thoughts on the league. Uh, we know now that Philadelphia is going to make a run uh, here. They're going to be shooting up the the standings here very soon because John Tortorella has banned iPads on the bench. Uh, yeah. Huge problem. Huge problem. Probably their biggest issue on that team is iPads on the bench. Um, now that that's been taken care of, I shit. Are we looking at what a, a ten game home a ten game win streak? 20? Yeah, there wasn't a lot of information that came out of why Kevin Hayes got scratched for that game, but it's actually because he was playing fruit ninja yeah he was playing too much fruit ninja on his fucking ipad on the bench fruit ninja on there uh looking at twitter um god damn man but that's hilarious what a what a fucking stud tortorella just is so just doesn't know what's going on he is he is the definition of old man shakes fist at clouds oh yeah he hates clouds (laughs) he fucking hates clouds (laughs) i mean in his mind like honestly Tortorella's dreams at night are clouds mm-hmm. and and Zegris doing the fucking Michigan. And he just always bad dreams. I don't like what's a good dream for John Tortorella? You're like, what do you think he wakes up in the morning and he's just feeling refreshed? Uh he wakes uh, he he has a dream of a nine period overtime. Oof. Beautiful. Just an and just an just an endless everyone's overtime. In like, everyone's in like different colors of beige. Yep. You know, just boring ass like tans. Good, yep. good for him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, fun fact: his least favorite player in the league is uh, Michael McLeod. Why? Oh, McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, Mike McLeod has never attempted a Michigan in his life, so it can't be that. <laughs> uh, no, Zegers is second. Yeah, Zegris is second because Zegris's middle name, if if you didn't know this, is actually Nimbus. His mm. middle his middle name, yeah. I, uh, I didn't know that. That's, that's a type type of cloud. Interesting. 
yeah. Um, Michael McLeod plays uh, for the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, I know. He's he's uh, God. He's yeah. He's my least favorite too. No, no, I know. I can think of a guy that you hate worse. Yeah, there's definitely one. He scored the other night too, and it's just fucking just nails on a chalkboard. What a fucking douche. God. Oh shit. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna for, fly down for those who are seat. just for those who are new to the show. Uh, Wells and uh, Garrett Hathaway do not get along. Yeah, Garrett Hathaway can fucking find the nearest bridge. That's I hear there's plenty of them in Washington, D.C. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's a great hockey player. Clean. Cleanest player I've ever seen. You know who I, and I texted you about him? Fucking Svechnikov is a little piece of shit, dude. I was yeah, watching the Carolina a game. I was like... Man, you—he's more almost as much much of a rat as fucking Marshan, dude. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, how, how does this guy not get more hate in this league? He is yeah, such I, a douchebag. I don't know, but I can't believe I that he's an all-star though. Yeah, all-stars. Well, that doesn't mean anything nowadays. Okay, yeah, so run. In, let's let's start with the East. We'll go to where go our way to the West because the East actually has good teams. Uh, heading up the Metropolitan Division, got Carolina, New Jersey, and the Rangers. Uh, how are we feeling about that? It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. I, New uh, Jersey's still kind of riding off that 10-game 10, 10 win streak, I think. But Yeah, because they've been playing 500 hockey for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they they actually... Didn't they actually... Like, they followed up the the 14-game win streak with, like, an 8-game losing streak? Yeah, they just proceeded to, to jump back towards 500. Like we're It's almost like Mackenzie Blackwood isn't the answer. Weird. I don't know. It's bizarre. It's very strange. Um, I, I don't... I'm not... I don't know where I fall in New Jersey. I, I've watched them a couple times. I, I want to say that they fall into like the category of the LA Kings where they're like fake good. Yeah. Um, like I, I feel like if they're tested in the playoffs, they just won't, they just won't That's stand cool. up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of my initial thought on them. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm so I'll put it in short. I, I don't know if I'm just a believer just yet. Yeah. A weird thing with them that I saw the other day, and I'll just kind of leave it at this with New Jersey uh dougie hamilton had like an off game mm-hmm. and the coach literally just starts bashing him and he was like dude this guy is literally like playing all-star level sh- hockey this year and he had one bad game where he just happened to be a fucking like minus two or something and <laughs> it's like how how do you think that this is the way to fucking like you know dougie's like yeah you're right dude i i, I well dougie's I'm never gonna agree player. with you. he's He's gonna get he's gonna get his fucking frustrations out and go to like the nearest museum or something. Yeah, he's definitely a museum guy, huh? Yeah, art oh, shows, hundred uh-huh. percent, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Um, LARP. He larps. Carolina doesn't make uh, Carolina makes perfect sense. Carolina's good. Yeah, that's a good fucking team, dude. It's a good hockey team. They're gonna be. I don't, I don't know if they're 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 one of those guys that are on the doorstep. I don't know if they're they're the competitor, but like like I put them in the same vein as Toronto. Yeah. Like in fact, that'd be a good series if they end up meeting the playoffs. Yeah. Um. God, the Rangers. I just don't. I'm. I'm still like where New Jersey. I'm still on the fence. I. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep saying it. Like I just don't think the Rangers. I think the Rangers are fake good. Yeah. Rangers had a nice win tonight, but that's you know. I just don't. I just don't believe in them. They've got a lot. They have a lot of OT losses, and if Shesterkin has one bad night, they don't win. No, that's all him. 
But I mean, if yeah, Shister, they live and die by Shisterkin. They do. It's I. I just don't think that's sustainable. I ju- I think he can drag him through a round, maybe two, sure. but you've got to have a complete team to win the Stanley Cup. And I just don't. I just don't. I I just think they're fake good. Yeah. Um, moving on the Atlantic, uh, rounding out the top three there: Boston, Toronto, Tampa. No surprises here. No complete expectations. No, every, everything is. I think that's pretty much written up, honestly. Um, yeah, been written you know, up all year before the yeah, year even these, started, right? Yeah, these teams were penciled in. Um, I, I think Toronto's playing. I, I think I believed in Matt Murray uh, because I picked him up in fantasy. Obviously, of course, obviously, it, it wasn't like a last round panic move or anything. Um, I obviously believed in Matt Murray, but uh, Toronto, Toronto's. I, I think they're playing a little better than expected, but then again, they, they have a lot of OT. They, they have a lot of, it's the John Tortorella effect. They have like seven OT losses. Um, if you, you know, if, if you didn't give an extra loser point to OT, they'd be 26 and 17, which is fine still. Yeah. Yeah. But um, those extra points do help. Uh, Boston and Tampa are, are in that. Uh, Tampa only has one OT loss, so. Uh, wild card spots right now are currently occupied by the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, again, not too much surprise here. No, I mean, I mean, you look below them at those teams. You know, I, I think we expected Detroit to do a little better. That's Florida, that's an in, that's Florida an injury for sure. Plague Florida for sure. We expected to at least be a little more competitive. The fact that the fact that Florida's below five hundred right now is frightening. I I mean we kind of we talked about it a little bit towards the beginning of the season like there was a very good chance that this was going to happen. Just we predicted because, regression, but not yeah. Then this is a lot. Like this, this is this collapse. collapse. Yeah, and, and they've been they've been a little better lately. Um, but oh, they're four and six in their last ten. Yeah, I mean not <laughs> maybe before these last ten. They're just they're really bad on the road. They're nine and fourteen on the road, ten That's and six at home. That's not great. Yeah, because they're packing it there in fucking sunshine. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, so. And to to jump in with my Red Wings hat here, uh, the Red Wings have battled injuries pretty pretty extensively. Big time. Vili um, Huso has made himself as the number one goaltender. I think he's playing up above average. I don't think he's playing elite by any means, but he's he's getting the job done. If you've got a full healthy team in front of him, um, and the Red Wings are starting to get players back. In fact, they've rattled off two impressive wins recently um beating toronto tonight and then uh who'd they beat before it was toronto and what do i want to say winnipeg oh winnipeg winnipeg uh who's who's you know one of the few good teams out in the west Mm -hmm. um yeah they beat them seven to five which is strange for them uh and then whooped up on the maple leaf uh, a matthewless Maple Leafs uh, four to one tonight. So I mean, you could take that with a grain of salt. But eighteen, fifteen, and seven. Like, if you take, let's compare that for a second. It it could be, you know, it's it could be just, you know, we're we're talking Eastern Conference here. Uh, Fifty. What do they have? Forty three points. Uh, okay. I guess that doesn't really do much. Basically, we'll put it this way: them and Colorado have the same number of points. Yeah. Are we worried about Colorado if they get healthy? I just I, let's that let's, could be have they have they we'll, we'll get there we'll get there but we'll get there um but detroit is so uh, you know i i'm 
I'm not necessarily. I, I think there's still hope there for them to pull it together and make a push if there's a team that's going to do it now that they're getting healthy. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi just came back. Robbie Fabry has a goal in every single game that he's played so far. He's, um, he's oh, God, I fucking love Robbie Fabry. That kid is. He has been under. He was underutilized in St. Louis. He's a good hockey player. Yeah. Um, sucks that Verona's out. That could probably. That could probably be. You know the thing we were we were counting on probably thirty goals from him. So, um, the fact that Verona is, you could assume out indefinitely, is is sucks. Um, but we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, New York Islanders are eh, fine. Everybody else though, I you know we we expected Columbus to be bad. We expected Montreal to be bad. Uh, Philly uh, bad. Ottawa better, but still. I mean, Ottawa's five hundred. Yeah. That's that's good for them. That that's progress. Yeah, they're just in a tough East is tough, dude. Yeah, but the, the fact that they're you know they're they're one point one win and they jump from seventh to third in the in the you know in that wild card race. So that's not it's not terrible. And, and we're sitting here penciling people in like you know it, you know Pittsburgh and Washington fifty two and forty eight. Those are pretty good. The Islanders are only one point back. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings are what would that be five points back. So that's a couple wins. It's it's still early um i think we're at the point where we can so at this point who can we won't say who is in the playoffs because obviously there's going to be jostling but who can we safely rule out for the playoffs in your bottom three okay so columbus montreal and philly we just don't even need to worry about yeah there's there's no chance even as even though philly philly's looked actually pretty good lately um but i think their decor is actually pretty saucy even with ryan else out but uh, they're just—it's not a good enough team to make up, yeah. you know, even seven points right now. There's just better teams ahead of them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and and I agree with you on that. I, in fact, I'd be a little more bold and say that uh, Ottawa is not going to make it. I, like I said, they've made progress, mm-hmm. but you know, 500 hockey in the East is not going to get you in the playoffs. No, it's not going to cut it. If you're in the West, maybe, but not in the East. Yeah. Um, Florida, God, you. Want, I almost want to write them off too. They're below five hundred. I don't, I don't want crazy. to. I don't want to, but because you look at the roster and on paper, you're like, this team's got to be at least good enough to make the playoffs. Uh, they're missing Barkov for a little bit. I mean, they. I'm not ready to did write get, them off. Did they get Anthony Duclair back yet? Uh, not yet. He's he's probably a couple weeks away. Oh, fuck. See, and Duclair Duclair was a surprise offensive powerhouse last year like they he he scored a lot of goals that they weren't anticipating and he made up a lot of secondary scoring so that's hurt them too so okay that's fair i'm not willing to rule them out um yeah okay that's fair i i would say probably ottawa up is is where i'm drawing the line i i just don't think 500 hockey is not good um but everybody else i would say arguably still has a chance um washington's been jackal and hyde man they they started out the season rough they're doing okay now um, but we'll, we'll see if they can keep it up. They they are getting healthy. Uh, Tom Wilson, Backstrom coming back. Um, some some solid pieces coming back to that team. Yeah. Okay, jumping over to the West Central Division: Dallas, Winnipeg, Minnesota leading the pack. How do we feel about that? I don't. I just. I. I'm. I'm. I'm the same with Minnesota. How you are with the Rangers. I just, just don't. You like just can't them. believe in them. I just don't like them. 
I honestly, I, I could see. I, I don't know if they're gonna fall all the way out of the playoffs. Um, but fuck, you got Colorado and St. Louis, who I think could still easily find their stride. And you're in We've the said same it before. They're, they're aggressively mediocre. Yeah, like they'll make the playoffs. Just like every single fucking year of my life, it seems like Minnesota is destined for a first round exit. Yeah, I, I just I really don't like so you know jumping ahead slightly. If you look just outside of the the wild card, there's three central teams that really could just all of a sudden turn it on, and Minnesota is going to be the fucking one yeah. that drops out of there, right? And yeah. so. St. Louis, Nashville, Nashville to a lesser extent, but St. Louis and Colorado, dude, like those two could easily push Minnesota out, and it just yeah, you wouldn't even think twice about it. Are we surprised with Winnipeg? I am. I think we just didn't know what it would look like with a new coach, hmm. right? And so I think I think that surprises me a little bit. I, I mean, they still had fucking Hellebuck has always been good. Uh, yeah, a yeah. Couple, couple off seasons. They still have. He's really one of those nice goalies that can six. that could drag a team into the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, they still have a really nice top six. I think Josh Morrissey having a nice coming out year, right? Like that gives Pionk is still playing pretty decent. Like I think defense was another thing that we were a little concerned about with them, and and those two have really kind of showed like, hey, we're not we're not bottom pairing guys. We're literally yeah. like Morrissey is Morrissey is is creeping his way into the fucking Norris conversation at this point. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily surprising uh, because they still had some of those pieces, but I didn't I did not expect them to be as good as they are right now, really. No. No, yeah. I I don't think any of us could have. Yeah. Um I I penciled them kind of, you know, like a like a like a probably a playoff hopeful. Yeah, yeah. A, bu- a bubble team for sure. Sure. Um so I mean they're 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 punching above their belt a little bit. I think it. I think we probably had St. Louis and them switched. Sure. Um, which you know St. Louis, God, they are just Jekyll and Hyde. Um, so Minnesota, I agree with you. Um, I've I've preached that Minnesota is the definition of mediocre, it's boring, uh, average at best. You know, they're. I just don't think that they've got they, they've got enough to make it into the playoffs, and then they'll they'll just get they'll just lose. Like it's. I don't see them making it to the second round or the conference final. Yep. Uh, Dallas is good, though. Dallas is pretty good. I mean, you're having a resurgent year from Jamie Benn, and it's and Sagan's not far behind him. No. And it, with when you've got Jake Ottinger, who's arguably one of the top five goalies in the league. He's a stud. Um, God, he's, God, that guy's fucking good. He's so fucking good. Um, so the fact that they've they've got some offensive power that's finally stepping up, um, yeah, they're, they're a good team. They'll... They'll be a competitor for sure. Yep. Uh, Pacific leading the way: Vegas, Los Angeles, and Seattle. Um, I do want to bear in mind and no bias on this, <laughs> uh, but Seattle has played four less games than LA and two less games than Vegas. So, based on how this is going, it's it's you know Seattle could even easily jump up. Um, Los Angeles and Seattle are definitely our surprises, right? Yeah, I, this is why I look at point percentage, right? Because p- point percentage puts LA closer to where they should be, right? They shouldn't, yeah. you know, they should they should be battling down there with like Calgary and Edmonton, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, LA had a nice year last year, and we just kind of just didn't really know if they were going to be able to do it again. 
but the, I mean, you know, picking up Fiala that definitely helps, and then bringing in like yep. Gabriel Villardi is having a nice year, right? Like there's there's some some guys on that team now that can can score a couple goals here and there, and and uh, oh yeah, this guy Phoenix Copley, if you've heard of him, uh, just decided to come in in his age thirty season and and. I think he's I think he's like fucking nine and two in his eleven games or something stupid. Pretty good. That's pretty damn good. And you know, it's not like he's it's not like he's putting up you know Jake Ottinger Vesna sure. numbers, but the team. But he's plays he's better. doing good enough. Yeah, yeah. The team played better. While he's um, I'm gonna I'm gonna classify L.A. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. L.A. L.A.'s fake good. I agree. Uh, I, I don't think out. they're for real. Um, they are. It's if you are half decent and and. I'll be fair. This applies to Seattle too. Uh, if you're half decent in the Pacific Division, you're, you got a good shot. You've got a good shot. <laughs> okay, good like chance. the the Pacific Division is so bad. It's awesome. Uh, it it's just it's terrible. So if if you're half decent, now I think that like you know again, Vegas. I don't doubt for a second is good. Um, Seattle. I think up until this road trip, I was having doubts about. After them beating Boston tonight, I'm starting to think that they're in the same category. Yeah, they might, uh, be, they might be pretty good. Yeah, uh, LA just hasn't convinced me yet. I feel like I feel like that this is just a streak, and if they make the playoffs, it might not be something that they can duplicate. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just hard for me to believe that you know LA is better than a few of these other teams. That being said, I, fuck. So wild card right now is Calgary and Edmonton currently holding those spots. Uh, we expected them to be, you know, up there with Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like it's just a problem. Uh, Calgary seems to be adjusting from the trade. Yeah. Uh, Big time. You know, pick it. It seemed like on paper they had the better trade. Yeah. Uh, with with Huberdeau and, and Uger, I still think they fuck. do. Uh well, Mackenzie Weger is currently sitting on our fucking waiver wire in uh, he's, he's the Dusty Bender League. He's struggling. S- struggling. He's got one goal. I mean, this is supposed to be a fucking elite like power play quarterback. Quarterback. Well, I mean, you got to think about it like this. Ekblad was down most yeah. of the year last year, right? So he had every opportunity to be the power play one, the top defenseman. And he was playing with guys like Barkov and Duclair and, and Huberto who That's had fair. fucking great seasons. So there had to be a little bit of regression and then it's this this big this big fucking thing where we get traded this isn't, right before this the season. Isn't a little this isn't a little regression. This is a lot of regression, yeah. This so. is this is this is he scored his first goal of the season like three days ago. It's, and I think, in, and not even that, it's not like a, oh, he, you know, he just hasn't found the back of the net, but he's at least putting up points. I think he's like, has one goal and seven assists yeah, on the yeah, season. He's, he's, stro- he's on the struggle bus. Like it's, that's not, it's just not good. So I, I mean, will he get it together eventually? Probably. But, you know, first year trying to, trying to feel things out on a new team with a new system, you know, Daryl, fuck, Daryl Sutter is Daryl Sutter, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, he wants your, he wants his defenseman to play a little bit of defense. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 his style of play. So, um, things have changed a little bit there. Uh, Edmonton. I mean, <laughs> if we have any, it, it, I swear, any any listeners that we have on the show that are Edmonton fans, they probably just fucking hate our guts. I I don't know how many times we said that McJesus is God. Like we love him so much, but he's just surrounded by a cast of just automatons like cones that just skate around him and they made this big push for jack campbell who i don't think jack campbell's bad i just he's not elite 
And I don't understand why Ken Holland won't move for an elite goaltender. Yeah, he doesn't have the fucking room to do it on the that, because that he, too. because he decided that Darnell Nurse needed nine million a year. Dude, Darnell Nurse is the that Edmonton fans are going to fucking curse his name. It's unreal, dude. That is unreal. Absolutely, just horrific. Um, yeah, that 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 team's cast strapped. Uh, you know, you're when you're bounce when you're bouncing around to you know you're you're going from Skinner to Campbell, I, I just, I don't know. It, it, it seems like that team's problem is goaltending and defense. Uh, obviously not offense, but fuck, man. Uh, is Evander Kane back? Uh, I don't think yet. Maybe he is. Okay. I mean, so at least you're getting depth scoring, but it's, you know, adding Evander Kane only helps you kind of cover up your defensive and goaltender issues. And at the moment, I don't know. I, this, this, this tandem of Jack Campbell and... Skinner is just I don't think it's I just don't think it's gonna happen I just don't think it's gonna work uh they're playing 500 hockey at the moment they're five four one their last 10 yeah it's just another year that Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl just light the world on fire and they don't make it past you know I mean no. maybe they drag Edmonton kicking and screaming again to the conference finals but that's as far as it's gonna go they'll drag them kicking and screaming into the playoffs for sure but um I just don't see them doing anything i'm not i'm not worried about this team if i i i would feel confident like if seattle had to play edmonton in a seven game series i feel like seattle might be the favorite on that yeah yeah depth depth and depth in the playoffs man oh yeah it, if Connor mcdavid leaves the ice seattle's the better team yeah and that's just how it's going to be um i think that's about i mean okay so looking at looking at how the how the standings where do you draw the line now who are the teams that are not making the playoffs i feel like we can be a little more uh ambitious on this one i mean i think the ducks could probably make a pretty good push uh (laughs) chicago has a shot just winning winning three of their last three uh arizona's hey, looking a, re- arizona's hey, looking, a three game win streak okay yeah chicago's looking pre- that's what i'm saying chicago's looking pretty good uh, Arizona, you know, maybe is a little little struggle, but I'm not worried about them. They're just they've lost their last seven. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, fact that they're above the Ducks and the Blackhawks with a seven game losing streak is so sad. That's hilarious. Uh, I draw I draw the line between Colorado and Vancouver. I think Vancouver's uh, Vancouver's done. There's there's no team's not, not good enough. Yeah. And then Colorado yeah. Colorado could get some guys healthy over the next week or two and make a push they could make a push i mean they could they could push out even like they could push out even fucking edmonton right that's that team are only they're, they're only four points out of the wild card like yeah. it's not after they just went what almost almost two months with the fucking injuries that they had yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I mean, actually pretty uh, good look we'll we'll not we'll not be a colorado apologists like three six and one in their last 10 is is concerning for sure sure um but i i think that as they get more healthy um they'll you made a good point. It's I, I think that it's health is going to be a big thing. Yep. Hell, they were even missing McKinnon for a little bit. Yeah, for a lot of it. Yeah. Um. Like you know, Colorado is is still in it, and I agree. I I I draw the line exactly where you would draw the line. Like Chicago, Anaheim, Arizona, San Jose, and Vancouver are just out. There's no there's no hope left. Right. Um. They're they're sellers. Uh. They should be sellers anyway. Um. Colorado maybe it could make a push it so okay here's here's a good question at the deadline when the deadline when the trade deadline comes up 
Colorado, buyers, sellers, or stand pat? Uh, if they have room, they need to be buyers because they lost Kadri, they lost Kemper, they lost a lot of these. Uh, you know, they lost Burakovsky. They lost. They actually lost a lot of big players from their cup team. To where, if they have the room, they got They got to bring someone in because they still have Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr. You think they have goaltending issues? Um, it's uh, honestly, and it's weird to say this. I think it's too. It's it's hard to tell because of the amount of injuries that they've had. It's hard to have gotten a read on Gorgiev. Um, and we all know Frank Kuz is a is a backup and AHL yeah. starter at best, right? Like. So, so I could see them. Maybe, maybe that's the area that they reach for. But I think, I think they they need some help because, man, fuck Kadri, Kadri and Burkowski. That's actually those are some big losses uh, on their front end. As much as McKinnon and Landeskog and Rantanen are good players, uh, but yeah, I think I think you're right. There, there's probably a good area for them to shore up is their goaltending. Uh, yep, I agree. Gorgiev is unacceptable. Honestly, from a a fucking cup-winning team, that's gross. Right, exactly. I I just don't think you're going to win the cup with him. But um, So, yeah, I I think that 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 might be, like, a little bit of Joe Sackick's hubris of, like, I've built such a great offensive and defensive team that I could put fucking anyone in my goal and I'll still win a cup. Yeah, I'm a Yager. I'm going to (laughs) put... I'm going to put fucking Yager in there. I'm going to put Yager in in fucking pads and put him in, sign him on the league minimum. And I'll still win the cup. Yeah, that's that's definitely. I I think the Sackic hubris is kind of coming into that because he he did that a little bit with with how he won last year, right? You know, so I I think that he's thinking that like I I can outscore and defend my goaltending mistakes. Sure. Uh, but with the injuries that you have and the players that you lost, I think you made. I think you hit it right on the head. Uh, we're seeing that it's it's just not happening. Like three six and one in your last ten is not good. Uh, 2017 and three is essentially 500 hockey in my book. Um, you know, you're going to, you have to turn around real quick because we're, we're what we're past the halfway point of the season we're or we're coming up close to it. Yeah. We're pretty much, there's teams that are just slightly over and there's teams that are just slightly under. Yeah. Um, Nashville, I think is aggressively average. Um, St. Louis, I think they've proven to me that they are aggressively average at this point. Um, Shit, they're minus six, minus eighteen goal differential. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. And five, three, and two in your last ten. That's just not. That's just not gonna cut it. Um, I, I honestly, where, where is the East? I think there's may, might be some wiggle room. Uh, the West, I think, is pretty set. Um, I, I think Seattle. I, I think Seattle's in. Uh, L.A. Even though I think they're fake good, I think they're in. I, I, I even if they played five hundred hockey. For the rest of the way, I think that's enough to get them in. Yeah, because uh, I just because only be, not and it's not like a testament of like that's good. I think it's because just everybody below them is is just look at everybody below them. Calgary's five five two and three in their last ten. Edmonton five four and one in their last ten. St. Louis five three and two in their last ten. Nashville five three and two in their last ten. All these teams are playing five hundred hockey right now, which which is good enough to keep you where you are in the West. But right. not good enough to move up. But you got to go on a heater, yeah. Like you have to win consecutive games in a row to move up, and that's just like five hundred hockey. See, under normal, like if you're five hundred hockey in the East, you're you're a rebuilding team, right? Like that's not good enough in the West. At least if you're playing five hundred hockey, you can maybe like 
if we're throwing in OT losses like St. Louis, 21, 19 and three, you're, you're in fact, technically you're not 500. You're below 500. Mm -hmm. Nashville's 19, six and uh, 19, 16 and six. That's you're technically below 500. Yeah, I think I think if you if you are LA or you're Minnesota, you need to be worried about not only the teams that are in the wild card right now, but I think you still yep. need to be worried about Colorado and to a lesser extent St. Louis. So yeah. those two teams, I wouldn't if I'm the the fan base, the coaches, the players, I don't feel comfortable even going seven two and one because I know a team like Colorado could easily just go come bump. Oh yeah. They- Colorado is the only team that I see making a push. I don't see Calgary yeah. getting so bad that they fall out. I don't see Edmund, you know, Connor McDavid's going to drag that team in. Um, Seattle, I, I think, is comfortable enough to where if they just keep playing the amount of hockey that they... And again, they have four games in hand on LA. Yeah, they're in, dude. So, like, if we... So, LA's got 56 points. Seattle's got 54. You know, if you give them... Say they... Say they... Let's, let's be pessimistic let's say they win two of their next four that makes them at 45 the same as la that still puts them two points above la yeah and that's being pessimistic yeah no i think i think i think if they go three and one in their next four they're they're above la by a lot i think i think that what you have before minnesota and la going like for those two teams is they already have those points right so even though they have the games in hand You know they're kind of they're kind of already there, so uh, yeah, it's good. It'll be interesting, but I, I agree. I think I think it's fairly set. I I just I'm looking down at St. Louis and Colorado, and I'm going. I mean, all it's going to take is them just figuring it out for a ten game stretch, and us falling off a little bit, and and we're, we're right there with them, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think the, those two are those two teams are built contenders, whereas LA and Minnesota aren't necessarily. So. It'll be interesting. The Kraken schedule coming up, we could we could probably end on this. The Kraken schedule coming up is kind of weird. So they wrap up this road trip in Chicago, which again we were we were saying they should win this game. Like this is a this is this should be a gimme win where they go in and beat them. But this is the NHL where bad teams beat good teams sometimes. Um, they should win this one and sweep sweep the uh, sweep the the road trip. Mm-hmm. They go back home and they play Tampa at home once, and then they go back to Edmonton. Oh, that's weird. And and play them again, and then they come back to Seattle for a one, two, three, four, five, five game homestand. I mean, with the NHL talking about like wanting to save money and shit with their traveling, that's a horrible. It's weird that you wouldn't just swept that. Like, why? Why have like we just visited? Edmonton. They started the road trip. That's got something to do with Tampa. Oh, Tampa. Tampa's making their Pacific rounds. We got to have Seattle okay. home. Yeah. So, okay. So they'll play and then, so, so they'll go up for one. So this is basically a homestand that's interrupted by one away trip to, to Edmonton. Bizarre. And then they play the Devils at home, the Avalanche at home, the Canucks at home, the Flames at home, then the Blue Jackets at home, which, uh, that's a kind of a tough homestand. With... Seattle's record at home, that's a very tough homestand. Yeah, Tampa Tampa's going to be tough competition. 
Uh, the Devils are playing great. The Avalanche, now that they're getting healthy, you know, could be frightening. Uh, Vancouver, apparently we can't fucking beat. That should be an easy game, but apparently we can't beat them. So uh, that's worrisome. Calgary, we just lost to them. And so the only one that I'm fairly comfortable with is Columbus. Again, sure. sorry, Dad. Sure. Sorry, that's... Dad. And then and then they... Shit, did they go on another... Oh, my God. They go on an East Coast road trip. I... Uh, at Islanders, at Devils, at Rangers, at Flyers, at Jets, and then they come back home against the Flyers. Yuck. I don't know, and dude. Then, Columbus, Columbus is 2-14-1 and one on the road. That's... I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Solid record. Yeah, uh, and then uh, they come back home for uh, another little homestand. Uh, Flyers at Kraken. And then the game that you and I will be at, Red Wings. At the Wingers. Yeah, that'll be an interesting game. I can't wait to actively cheer against your team. Oh my god, I know that's gonna be so. The first game that you and I went to, you were a Ducks fan, so it, it's only fair that now you get to. Yeah, I get the to tides. Play. The tides are flipped a little bit. I gotta get a jersey before then, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I got work to do. Yeah, you fucking do. Actually, I got one. I can send one to you. There you go. It's blank, but I got it. Fuck the number of times that I've been tempted to buy the 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 teal one. Yeah, the the reverse, the retro. Such a Yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna get, just so I can rub it in your face. Okay, that's fair. I get that. All right, uh, we've gone over time by a lot. Yeah, here. a lot. Um, okay, it was, sleepy. It was, yeah, me too. Uh, it's it's oh shit. It's past midnight. Holy yeah, fuck. Dude. All right. Well, uh, with that, let's wrap up the show. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We absolutely appreciate your support um hoping that you guys are having a great time with the show hoping you guys are having a little bit of laughs with it just a little bit not not too much yeah don't laugh um, too hard having some laughs with the show uh getting some hockey news and uh, if, you, if you like what you hear please subscribe to us on whatever podcatcher or music app that you're on uh we're we're on all buzzsprout tells us that we're on all of them so you should you should subscribe to us so you can get every episode as soon as it comes out and uh, leave us a nice review. Leave a nice review. Uh, that way we get more noticed and uh, we can actually uh, get paid. And if you are a geometry teacher anywhere in the world. Yeah. And still listening at two hours and 17 minutes. Fuck you. <laughs> what, is, what does he say in, in Goon? Putting the bucks in the net like equations. Hey, buggy. Hey. Oh, yeah. What's that guy's name? <laughs> oh, shoot. Good shit. I can't, I can't remember. It's good shit. Though. Either way. It's a good movie. If you haven't seen Goon, you should watch it. Yeah, there you go. Good stuff. All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening in, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week.